Welcome to the Point in Progress podcast, episode 53. Your fantastic podcast talking about Resident Evil Multiverse and talking a little bit about San Diego Comic-Con, which is happening right now. Uh, so let's let the progress begin. Uh, I am, of course, your week's host, Mario Rivera, and uh, I missed you all. It's been too, too long that we haven't done this podcast since last week. Seven days. No, no, we got to keep podcasting. You know how many podcasts I actually posted, Sly, last week? I posted three, and then I recorded two more. <laughs> too many. So, quite a few. Uh, Sly, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I have had a bit of wine already tonight. So, let the chaos begin. Uh, what I loved earlier was you had a, a mishap with the captions on your system. You restarted your computer and you actually said, I will be there literally right when you start. And you were there 10 seconds before we started. So fantastic. Thank you so much for being punctual. Harv, how are you doing? It's been a minute. I am, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm having my Pepsi distributed Dr. Pepper right now. Oh, so, okay. Pepper, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh. Everybody gets mad at me because everybody does, apparently everybody doesn't like Pepsi. I think Pepsi is like like the thing that a lot of people just don't like. Listen, is that is that so is that true? People like to argue. <laughs> people like to argue. That's it. Hard. I had a, I had a poll on my Twitter, and sixty nine percent of people like uh like Coke. No, like, so, nice. so actually, before I introduce the, the our new uh, special guest this week, uh, funny enough, they are drinking a Pepsi product. Uh, but they said that Pepsi sucks, so I do find well, that. I mean, it's a Taco <laughs> Bell product, so I mean, come on, it's the Baja Blast. It's the summer of Baja, Mario. Come on, it is the that. summer of Baja. Of course, joining us for the very first time, you know them, <laughs> the Baja Summer. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Mad Maggie from thing? Hopefully Awesome. What's going on? Hey, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Should we do like our canned intro? No. Oh, okay. Well, no, we won't do that. <laughs> Hello, hi everybody. Oh. Thank you so much. We for... usually have a whole thing. We do like a little fusion dance. And, I mean, uh, <laughs> do it. Go, go ahead. It. We have two hours. Go for it. <laughs> No, okay. not, <laughs> I don't want to turn into fat goatinks, you know. So we're not gonna do it. Don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> Thank See, you. The only people that watch Dragon Ball Z were gonna know this reference. <laughs> we we get it. Actually, I do want to bring up some anime stuff because I watched a clip recently you guys posted, which was uh, you explaining the plot to Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> In like forty seconds, and she cried for Can sure. I please go crawl underneath a rock. <laughs> no, that that was that was. Hey, now I learned a lot, so now I'm excited for this anime. I'm already prepped for it, and I had no idea it involved someone get hit by a car. Is that correct? Is that was is that happening? Yeah. So yeah, great. Yeah, yeah a, a ball bounces across the road, and the little boy chases after it, and he saves the little boy, but he gets killed by the car. <laughs> Huh? What? Huh? Hey Matt, there's a pot incredible. What? <laughs> Is Cell gonna be there? Uh, I don't think Are so. Are they gonna rip some Beyblades? <laughs> if there's no Digibosses, no Yu-Gi-Oh cards, no Beyblades, I'm out. All right. No, if it didn't air on Fox Kids, I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Or WB, WB Kids as well. Uh, well, I want to say thank you for stepping in because two of our members are not here today. Of course, that is Frank Villa Gomez uh, and Fiona, who doesn't like it when I call her Fiona. So I'm going to say it a lot. Fiona. Is it, 
Fiona. Is, is, is FEMA taking two places all at once now? FEMA is, FEMA is uh, across uh, the border to take care of both of Nova Scotia and also uh, down the street, Chicago. Um, well, Chicago local, actually, local Chicago there area. is an emergency in Nova Scotia today. <laughs> so, you know, there was a the ferry explosion. So I'm sure. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, th that's fantastic. That's the most that's happened in Nova Scotia in probably in a decade, honestly. A lie. Uh, Mad Maggie, if you don't know, obviously we have an ongoing thing with FEMA where FEMA takes out some of our members. Uh, uh, it's our version. It's our version of the snakes from Kind of Fun. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though FEMA has nothing sometimes to do with Canada. Peter. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes Peter. Peter. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. So really any four letter acronyms. <laughs> yeah. We gotta watch out for yeah. right? we, we, we like to, we like to use the American ones because if we use a Canadian one, nobody's gonna know that at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's so... very true. Oh man. That's accurate. So <laughs> uh <laughs> so I want to say thank you for, of course, joining us uh, on short notice. I think I told you just like, what, two days ago? And then you were very gracious with your time. So again, I want to thank you very much. Happy to be here. You know, it's, it's, Summer of Baja brings everyone together. Fan. <laughs> so, uh, okay. I, I have, I have, so I had Taco Bell for the first time like a year ago. So wait, it's not hold a big on. thing here. Hold on. Ever? Ever. Yeah, Ever. Cause it's not a it's not it a big thing here. Occasion. Okay. Yeah, it was because Taco Bell's not a thing here. I I'm, had Baja Blast had for the first very time. Spicy taste. Oh my god, Taco Taco! I don't know how you guys eat Taco Bell. <laughs> I have no idea how that's possible. But I had Baja Blast for the first time. I had one sip of it, and I was like, I had to take it to the to sink and then dump the rest of it out. How oh. dare you, <laughs> sir? There are kids in Nova Scotia <laughs> that don't have Baja Blast. Right? I mean, you probably are right, not going to lie. <laughs> and I did Man. a favor to them. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I know that Baja Blast is obviously a big staple of, of Taco Bell. When I order Taco Bell, I actually order the normal Mountain Dew. And then every time they're like, no, you didn't. <laughs> and so they give me Baja Blast every single time. And I drink it. No, I drink it. So, listen, if it accident. doesn't look like antifreeze, it's not worth drinking, okay? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, the slushy version of Baja Blast is really, really good. Supposedly uh, really good. It's the freeze version. The freeze right, let's get our words correct. Breaking right. news. Oh, no. This isn't no 7-Eleven. There is right. Taco Bell in Nova Scotia. Fantastic. All right. They have Baja Blast. <laughs> we did it. Shout out to Liz for immediately answering. That's incredible. Yeah. They, they got really, Fee got really, really excited that they, they finally got a Popeyes. And apparently it was like, the <laughs> lineup was like down the road because we were excited for Popeyes. Incredible. Uh, Matt and Maggie, can you please actually introduce your channel and what you guys do? Sure. Uh, we are, of course, hopefully awesome, a positive place on the internet where we nerd out about all the geeky things we love. Uh, that's the canned intro, just so everybody knows. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, we do two shows a week. We do the Hopefully Awesome show, which is just our weekly podcast where we talk about uh, pop culture news. Uh, usually we do like a movie review or a show, just depends on what's happened that week. Um, and then we also do, of course, the one that we're, I guess, known for, not really. Uh, but for some reason, like it got a lot of views recently, and I think it had something <laughs> to do with Tom Welling or something. Mind. It's that's true. Uh, but we we do a Smallville rewatch podcast called Going Back to Smallville, 
uh, it's actually Maggie's first time ever seeing the series. Uh, I've watched, okay. of course, all 10 seasons uh, multiple times. Um, and it's one of my, I mean, I guess it's one of my favorite shows. Like, I've seen it. I guess. Okay. Should be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, I mean, Lost is definitely higher up on the list. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I, saw, I looked at Harv. I was like, he popped. He popped for that. <laughs> yeah. I recently rewatched Lost again, so I was very, very excited. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait, man. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we, we like to, on the Smallville one, we actually recap each episode. And that kills about 30 minutes of the, the podcast for us. Uh, and it's usually very off the wall. Uh, we're usually sleep deprived by the time we <laughs> record it. So uh you know, there's like some yeah. screaming horses. We've got jugs of milk going everywhere. <laughs> Everybody's doing 360 spins before they peel out into Main Street, Smallville. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. PP's there. Uh, oh yes, part. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched that clip as well. Yeah. That was really funny. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because yeah, because your show actually came out, and if I'm not mistaken, literally then Tom Welling and uh, Lex Luthor on the yeah. show, Peter Rosenbaum. Yes. Was like, ah, oh, we could do that too. And so they also. So you're. I mean, we went. Don't get me wrong. I definitely went back and added the tags for Talkville on every episode. Absolutely. YouTube, like, Absolutely. Hey, clicks. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Give them to us. You know. Yeah. And we tricked enough people that we got 500 views on an episode. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Only like four likes, but that hey, you know. Hey, I mean, you know. It's, it's just the views that count. Am I right? <laughs> Especially with like like hour long content as well, you know you need yeah, to yeah. For sure. So yeah. uh, definitely still think that's pretty awesome. Well, great. Well, enjoy and welcome to the show. Happy to be Thanks here. For having us. Yeah. yeah. I, at some point, I'll let Maggie talk. Don't worry. That that'll happen. At Maggie, some point. you have five minutes. Go ahead. It's, it's explain everything. Tell me. Tell me about your life. Just go ahead. Tell me, tell me. Actually, we'll tell me the plot to Death Note if you've watched Death Note. Oh, I haven't watched Death Note enough to tell you. <laughs> okay, never mind. Well, there's the book that kills people, right? I mean, there. Boom! What, what were you solved it. Know, it. Right? Solved it it's right there. It's got, it's got it's got Willem Dafoe in it. It's got Willem Dafoe in it. He was the, he was the best part of the movie. He was the best part of the movie. I like the movie. I'm just I'm gonna be one of those people. I really there, like the Netflix. There are things stuff. I like about it. It's not my favorite adaptation. I actually like the Japanese version of it. Um, mm. But other than that, I, I I do enjoy the concept of Death Note. But speaking of Death Note, we're gonna go ahead and move into our first segment, which of course is the checkpoint. We're gonna do a little bit of housekeeping. This is where we die. So trust me, we're just gonna list off stuff. Uh, we're gonna do a little <laughs> housekeeping. Of course, there are a couple podcasts is available to watch right now. Uh, including our Miss Marvel's extra credits for MC University with me and my boy Har. We talked about all the things. We talked a little speculation about the future of Miss Marvel and Marvel predictions for the future because that's what you do on those shows. And then uh, we also have a one of our spinoff shows over at Model Citizen Show. Max monthly music mission to explain this show for everybody is literally created just so that way our friend who is like a white boy from Florida who listens to like very, very dimensional stuff like Taylor Swift fan. We're trying to bridge his palate. And so we're offering wild ass suggestions. So last week we offered him to listen to Tyler, the creator, uh, Kobe and Cambria. And then I did the killers this week. He's got to listen to like the cure steely Dan and something else. So he, it's, it's oh, wow. random. Just like we pick, we pick things that we think he will like. 
and we just sort of like base and and see if uh, where they rank on his list. So it's a new spinoff show that we kind of just decided to make a separate video for. So if you uh, want to watch uh, making someone squirm talking about music, it's actually pretty funny. So please check that out over at Point in Progress on our YouTube channel or at um, the different audio feeds. Uh, MC University has its own audio feed. Point in Progress has its own audio feed. And of course, Model Citizens has its own audio feed. Fantasy in Progress, did I ever get its own, <laughs> own audio feed? I still don't no, remember. No, okay. no, I did not. No, I did not. You can watch those all on YouTube. Uh, but of course, uh, definitely, if you are subscribed to our YouTube channel or if you want to listen to audio, those are your options. Please definitely check those out. If you see my camera shake, it's because my table is like very bouncy right now. So I'm just watching everything everything move at the same time. It's like a 4D podcast. It is. It's like, whoa. Um, <laughs> whoa. And then I think, yep, so that's basically all the housekeeping. We're going to go into our main part of the show. Let's talk about what we've been playing, what we've been watching, what we've been reading and such. Uh, I'm going to save the conversational pieces probably to the end because I think they're going to probably have the most to talk about. So I'm just going to go ahead and I get to pick randomly people and decide what I want to hear about right now. And right now I want to hear about Escape Academy from Harv. Harv, you've been playing a little game called Escape Academy? I played it. I finished it. It's, finished uh, it. it's, okay. it's, not, it's not that long of a game. It's probably around like eight or eight hours, I would say. That's kind of like where we're looking at. But like, it's it's the best escape room without going to an escape room. So that's pretty much what what the pitch of this game is. You go, you have a bunch of puzzles and a very weird story, very zany story. Solid Snake is in it, and um, he's guy. He's just a guy with an eye patch. <laughs> that's all. He's really that. That's reminds me of Solid Snake for some reason. Um, but yeah, it's just a bunch of uh, puzzles that you have to go through, and the different kinds of puzzles where like. One of them is, like, you have, like, 40 minutes to just go through this entire house and just try to figure out all the puzzles. One is, like, you have five minutes, and then once you finish that part of the puzzle, and you have, you, they add another five minutes on top of it, and then you add, and then you do this part of the puzzle, and then they add another five minutes. It's, it's just so on and so forth. And you're just going around on a campus just solving uh, escape rooms. It's really, really fun. I do recommend playing with a friend or playing with somebody that you know because it makes the experience a lot more fun. It makes it a lot more collaborative because you're always talking to each other and be like, what's this stuff over here? And if something corresponds back and forth, you can kind of see like how that kind of goes together. It's all split screen, which is awesome. So you can see what, what's happening on the other person's screen, even when it is um, online co-op. So like you can see what they're seeing, they can see what you're seeing. And it's also couch co-op as well. So if you ever want to play a couch co-op, it's, 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 uh, it's also there too, so it has no replay about no replay value to it. So once you play it once, that's it. There, there's no like extra puzzles. There's no extra like, uh, there's no extra difficulty where it goes up in difficulty to that. Once you play it through once, that's it. You're done. The only thing you're gonna do again for it is you're gonna play it for achievements, and that's it. So I have a question about that really quick because I I didn't put it on my list because I didn't think I played enough of it to really have a discussion. I only played the first part before. You sort of go to the school and I noticed that the first thing that the room that you enter, I thought that it said that you have like 11 minutes to solve it. And then the room reshifts. Is that, does that add to the possibly replayability to it? Or is it the fact that no, there's no, no, no. So, so I don't know about that first puzzle. Cause we got through that first puzzle. So sure. like it really didn't, didn't do anything. There was one puzzle that we were literally two seconds away from solving it. But the thing is, it just says you either fail or you can add five minutes. Okay. So if you fail, you have to start back from the beginning again. 
but you know all the puzzles already, right? Yeah. So you can just go through all the puzzles really, really quickly. So not, not, none of the stuff changes. I think that would have put a lot of pressure on the devs to mm-hmm. like keep shifting the puzzles and try to yeah. try to like mix everything up. Yeah. But since the puzzle is so well curated and they're so well done that I think I don't think this game needs a second replay. Really, it's it's a good like seven to eight hour experience that you can you can play. It's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you can play it on there. So uh, I think I think other than that, I think it's it's a really really good kind of play if you have somebody else to play with. Yeah, I, I was watching other people discuss it, and I believe that the game was actually created by people that actually design real-life uh, escape rooms. So they went from, obviously, during the pandemic, they decided to make a video game. Uh, so it's kind of cool for them to have that creativity and have a complete, I would say, well, you wouldn't say, uh, you know, it's cost, ex- like, in terms of, like, how much it costs to, like, make those rooms, right? It takes time to still make a game. <laughs> but yeah. at the least, you can have a bigger imagination about the rooms that are not confined to just walls. So I think oh, that's... Yeah. yeah. The design of them are so well done. One thing I will say, every time you solve a puzzle, there's a noise that happens, and I think I like heard that noise in my dream because I played <laughs> the game for two days in a row. And every time you solve something, that noise pops up. It's like it's like the uh, the Zelda equivalent of when you find something in a box, yeah. and then when, when Link brings it up and that, and that noise happens it's the same kind of shit yeah yeah same kind of shit but uh yeah no i i recommend this game i think if you guys have somebody to play with this is a really 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 good game nice. that's pretty cool um you've also been playing till uh as dusk falls which is that new sort of like choose your own adventure game you've been playing on stream is that correct yes um i hope about the van aiken game yeah it is the yeah, van aiken the, game that is the van aiken game I showed that on stream. Half the stream, half the people on my stream were like, "No, that doesn't look like him at all." I was like, "What? What are you <laughs> no, talking about?" Uh, but um, I'm about four hours into it, uh, so I, I'm planning on finishing uh, tomorrow. Actually, so it's a very I love the art style of this game. I think they've nailed like, like the vibe of this game, and like, dude, some of the actual like decisions that you have to make. I was I did not see it coming. I did not see half the stuff in this game coming, and I think uh, narratively they're doing a better job than some of the super massive games do, hmm. which is which is uh, which is really really cool to see because I want to see more games like this instead of just super massive making room. I want to see other developers doing this as well. So the only thing about this is the art style it's very stop motion so it's just kind of like something happens and then the next graphic happens and the next graphic so it's not like there's not much movement when it comes to like characters and stuff like that yeah. but i think that's it is an indie development uh kind of type thing but i think it's a really really cool game it's got a great twitch inter- integration to it so right when you start the game people in chat could just help to tell you like they could just say numbers and automatically vote for whatever's on the screen which hmm. is great um but uh, yeah, the story so far is really, really good, and I really enjoy it. Also, again, it's on Game Pass, so if you ever want to play it on Game Pass, it's there. Uh, and it's all—it's up to eight players if you want to play it locally, so or eight online. Player. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that is actually pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I have a huge interest uh, into you know this type of story because it's not. Uh, you're fighting a monster in the woods. It's not a slasher in the woods. It's not The Walking Dead. It's not this. It's like an AMC like uh, show that you'd watch on television, like a Breaking Bad kind of story. It, it reminds me of yeah, because you're. It's based in Arizona. It's uh, it, it is a AMC ass game. It is like if this was an AMC show, one hundred percent. 
And I feel like that is a genre that they could easily pick at. And of course, different, uh, you know, crime genre, uh, just sort of like Western stories. And there's not a whole lot of games that do that. Uh, the closest game I could think of is actually, um, and this is still out of the realm. Um, what was that Joseph Ferris game that wasn't the uh, relationship game? It's the one before that, where it was a co-op. You can buy one copy of the game. Your other friend can download it. You guys go to prison. The Way Out. The Way Out. So there's a section in that game that's just sort of like you're going through houses and it just feels very like in that aesthetic of like what this thing that looks like. And so that's the only time I've seen it. So it's kind of a different, you know, not every game has to be fantasy. Some games can just be depicting about real life and real characters. And so I find that very, uh, very interesting. So I do want to check this out. Uh, hopefully awesome crew. Have you seen footage of this game? Have you know about this game? I've seen people talk about it. Uh, I think didn't kind of funny. Yeah. They did a review. They're, they're doing a spoiler review. cast that should be coming out. I think it's yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. They've done a lot of work with I'm, the game. Just, just tangentially. We've, we, I've, I've seen a little bit. I don't know. I've seen a little bit too. Yeah. yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. You know, we're more like, we can play for four minutes, so let's uh, <laughs> load up some Tetris here real quick, you know? Yeah, so you need, like, the quick, fast, easy games like those, like, Tetris and stuff like that. Candy That's Crush, fair. you know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, let's see here. Sly, what is Between the Frames? And what is the new chapter? Is that a DLC? That's that one game, right? Um. Between the Frames is the, like, art painting game. I know Fee played it, and I played it when it came out. It's um, super chill, visual, artsy story game. Uh, but they have a new... Uh, the original is, like, five chapters. But now there's a new one that's uh, from Drax's point of view. And so I played through that. It was really good. The story was sad, but in like, uh, it feels comforting because it feels real kind of story. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was more of between the frames. It's gorgeous as as usual, mm -hmm. and just a little more content from them. So that was really fun. Can you explain the premise of Between the Friends? I think we talked about it before, but just for people that haven't seen it. Uh, yeah. Um, basically, you're playing as an artist, and you're trying to piece together memories and, like, experience, like, her life story or whatever um and it's a little bit puzzly like you have to find different pieces and like collect different paint colors and then you're also like physically painting mm. these images okay yeah I, I i do vaguely remember showing this off i think one of the uh releases uh i think last year or this year i'm sorry i typed it wrong it's Behind the frame. Oh, okay. Right? Is it behind the frame? Let's find out. Let's do a quick Google search. I think it's behind, behind the frame. Behind the frame. In that exact tone. No, I. Very scary tone. <laughs> behind the. F Hold on, Tarv, do it. What? Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. Are we doing it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what that sounds like on because I never really, I never really heard it. So it's, like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. It is behind the frame. That is officially the title. It came out uh, last year, and this looks like it's just DLC added to it. So that's very cool. I'm dyslexic. Don't fight me. I'm not fighting you. You're all set. Speaking of uh, not fighting anything, uh, tell me about this new chill vibe and version of Fortnite. Mm, man, Maggie, you wanna you wanna tell me about the good vibes of summer <laughs> summer slam Fortnite? <laughs> I forgot what the name is. SummerSlam? Next week is SummerSlam for WWE. Dude, give me some scenes. Give me some skins. Well, the new season of Fortnite, it's like the theme is vibing. So you're kind of chilling out. It's summertime. And always the season that happens during the summer on Fortnite is always fun. Always enjoy it because, well, my job where I'm a teacher, I'm off during the summer. So I can really enjoy it very well um but uh we really like to uh enjoy like all the free stuff that they let you work towards mm-hmm. and uh uh and they've got a new thing going right now called no sweat summer yeah and uh they got all kinds of free cool stuff that you, can you, work you get some ice cream cones you know <laughs> okay uh, yeah you, you dance a little bit there's fireworks darth you vader's know. on the island yeah, it's you know it's as one does in the summer, you know. You get uh, I think right now you got like backblings that you can get like like the the, the, the like they're like slushy backblings yeah. and stuff yes. like that that you can get. Yeah. Every day they're dropping new challenges. Uh, yes, like, like, we're, we're all about the free stuff for yeah. sure. I was gonna... the challenges we have more fun doing stuff like that than actually like trying to win because uh, we yeah. suck most of the time. <laughs> That's honestly, that's always been my thing with Fortnite is the fact that it's a game that, yes, you can win. You can be number one, but I get more out of actually just unlocking things. Yeah. And so when my sure. character, uh, of course, levels up uh, and then you unlock more things in the battle pass. Now, are you battle pass buyers? Do you buy things? Um, we do. Oh, your camera. Uh, uh, oh, no. Our camera. Oh, went oh, oh. Just, just a second. Um, can y'all still, still hear me? So, yes. Yeah, we can yeah. hear you just so fine. This is, the, this is the scheduled camera. Uh, I, was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot to, to get the stick out and poke it. <laughs> Here we go. That's, that, maybe. That. And, uh, but yeah, no, Fortnite, man, let me tell you. We're good. Uh, we're good. We're good. Yeah. That was, that was me stretching. But I'm not that good at it. <laughs> Just like words and verbs and nouns. What, you know, when did we you? Got, we got the and a and an. The... It it's you know all that stuff. When did um, you start buying battle passes? Was that something you did like right away? When was the season that got you back in the Fortnite? Was, uh, the one that hit Switch is when we jumped. Oh, okay. Season five. Got yeah. it. But because uh, we, we could play together. Yeah. That was that was kind of the key to it because obviously, like I had an Xbox. Uh, we also lived in an apartment that had really, 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 really bad internet. Yeah. <laughs> one one megabyte upload. Okay. Oh God! It was yeah, it was impossible. I had to upload a, a video. It took four days <laughs> just to <laughs> upload to YouTube. It was horrible. Uh, but yeah, so we got that one. Uh, yeah. I, uh, then like the following summer, I think it was season nine, and I bought it. Yeah. And uh, we've not really enjoyed it, but like we haven't, we wasn't really consistent until it hit um, the Marvel. chapter two, yeah. And then Marvel season, the Marvel was... season, I think that was chapter two, season three, yeah, it was fun or four, four, four. yeah. But uh, yeah, because it was all Marvel, and then the next season you had the Mandalorian, and the next season was uh, all like the 
uh, that, the dinosaurs. That's stuff, that's yeah. when I feel like the game definitely tipped over to the fact that there's going to be more licensed things in here. Yeah, yeah. it's more in that metaverse of like. Uh, we have uh, Indiana Jones, and he has a Ghostbusters backpack, and uh, yep, you're riding yeah. a you're riding a surfboard, and then an Aquaman's <laughs> in the game, and yeah, like it's absolutely yeah, Carnage weird and, wild. and Venom, and, Carnage and you know, Doctor Strange, Moon Knight is also now in I the mean, game as well. It, it all yeah. started with Thanos when they brought the That's Thanos. That was incredible. To, to the game. Awesome. like that Thanos uh, LTM that they had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Fort- yeah, Fortnite's been ruining my nights uh, still. I'm actually level 60. I'm just trying to get to Dark Vader, so that way I also have that. You're now also stopped recording your screen. <laughs> <laughs> what did I press? <laughs> hey, you know what? Matt, little, let Papa Matt take care of it. Nah, all good. So I'm actually going to go ahead, and we're going to move on to uh, the games that I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing a little, uh, a little game. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's called Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what Never year heard of it before. Never heard of it. Wait, uh, the new one or the old one? The old one. Okay. <laughs> Even better. Even Pokemon. better. Mario really pulled 2020 Sly energy where <laughs> uh, Animal Crossing, the new one, came out. And I said, I'm going to play Animal Crossing on my game, <laughs> on my GameCube. <laughs> Uh yes. Is the uh, new Pokemon Snap just not good? Is that, is no, that I just don't, I didn't want to pay sixty dollars, and so the thing is, so I paid for because uh, I got it discounted. Uh, the year's worth of the extended version of the Switch library, where I can get the NES, the SNES, and now the Nintendo sixty four games. Uh, Pokemon Snap was recently added to the N sixty four games, and. Honestly, I was over the moon. Uh, As a kid, I loved playing Pokemon Snap. Uh, I've always was the game that I rent at Blockbuster that I would actually bring in, play, but I would never finish. So I've actually never finished that game. I actually didn't even remember the concept of how to even progress in it. And so the fact that it came to the Switch, I'm like, all right, I'm going to give it an honest chance to figure out this game. It's honestly the easiest game to figure out. You just take pictures. That's all you do. Um, But there are some puzzle elements that are actually kind of cool. but yeah, I feel like like old games felt like they were really, really complicated. But now that you play them, we're like, man, this, this is not really complicated at all. There's not yeah. much to this game. No, there's not much. I'm just yeah. young and dumb. Like, I'm also playing Final Fantasy, like, on my off time. And it's actually not that difficult. Um, Matt, of course, uh, threw it away in the trash uh, when he played the demo disc. Um, but uh, Pokemon Snap, yeah. 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 Send it back to state. I, I remember that demo disc, too. I remember the Pizza Hut demo disc yeah. as well with Five Fantasy Seven. Oh, man, that's... Listen, I didn't own games. I just owned the demo disc. Yeah. All right, you know? Snuck Dude, into I remember, a dumpster, found I remember, a box with it. I remember <laughs> getting Red Toast Crunch and getting a demo disc out of it for, like, Monopoly oh, yeah. or some shit. Right? I, I mean, I love, uh, love Fusion Frenzy. I've never played the real game. I've only played the demo on Halo, so... It's oh. uh, <laughs> all that... All that matters, but yeah. So after 20, 27 years, I finally beat Pokemon Snap. I made it all the way to the credits, so I finally know how that game ends. So you you used to get it at Blockbuster, you said, right? Yes, I get it at Blockbuster. Did you the, the the stickers? Did you ever get no, them printed off? No, the Blockbuster uh, by me, they didn't have it. So back in the day, you could actually get your photos printed uh, at the Blockbuster, and sadly, no, I did not. Um, Same, but. Because of the power of the switch, I can get them printed now. Because all I have to do is screenshot them, and then boom! Now I can just <laughs> post them all Even over better. my wall. 
So uh, Instagram, you know, it's, and, uh, it's digital higher, terrible Sweet. resolution, which is fantastic. <laughs> you know, our camera might die, guys. So that's that's it's okay. not really going to die, but it's that is okay. But you guys do have that. You guys do have the big thing on there right now. Movie recording. Yeah. 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 If you want. If you if you want to find a still image of yourselves, I will just put that there if you want to. Just like a family photo, that is <laughs> like fine. When it happens, yeah, when it happens. Uh, you want me to like send it to you and, yeah, just uh, go ahead DM yeah DM it to me on uh, Insta- uh, Discord. Um, but even so, uh, I I love I love the game. Uh, it does make me want to try the new one because I want to try out obviously all the new car- uh, creatures as well. So that was my time with Pokemon Snap. Um, I'm actually going to go ahead and move on straight to what we've been watching because there's a few things that we actually have here as well. Uh, guys, tell me about Bob's Burgers movies because I uh, I know nothing of Bob's Burgers whatsoever. Well, I know Mario, that Fi- I know that Fiona. I'm going to say it, Fiona is a big fan of Bob's Burgers. Yes. Maggie, why don't you take this while I send this picture real quick? Oh, oh great. Am I Tom this time? You got 15 seconds to tell him about Bob's Burgers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Bob's Burgers is a uh, Fox uh, TV show. It's a cartoon. Uh, it's, I think, made it into its 10th or 11th season. I can't oh, remember. Oh, it's been on for a real long time now. Yeah. Um, I've watched it more than he has. I've been slowly trying to get him to watch it, but I think he's seen enough to understand it, especially episode 100, because they do a musical. And oh, okay. Is that the one where he's stuck on the toilet? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so, like, this movie is kind of like that. There it goes again. <laughs> I got it. That's there fine. Is a, there, That's is, fine. Is, there is a bar that comes up every now and then. That like yes. starts counting up. I've been watching them like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing this now? Does this happen during uh, recordings for your show? <laughs> uh, no, because we use our, our phones. Oh, I see. So yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I already have I already have the fix, so it's all good. I'm gonna yeah. put this picture. In the meantime, but, so uh, what is so what is the general premise? It's just people own a burger shop, right? Yeah. Uh Bob Belcher owns a, a restaurant sells burgers uh that's what he's always wanted to do all of his life and uh he has a wife named linda and he's got three <laughs> adorable weird children uh tina's the oldest and then i think it goes louise with the pink rabbit ears and then uh gene he's he's the baby hmm. and uh uh, pretty much the movie is just following them. They're having uh, Bob and Linda's trying to figure out bank problems, and the kids are having. <laughs> Sorry, just seeing our phone. The kids are having, uh, you know, typical teenager slash preteen problems during the summer, trying to figure out who they are and stuff. Yeah. Uh, There's intrigue. There's mystery. Yes. There's death and famine musicals and crying there's there's songs in it matt pretty much listened to one song of pretty certain network for so many hours i'm just gonna tell you listen if you're looking for a a straight banger that's what the kids are calling these days right Uh, there's a song called lucky ducks all right you put that two minute song on repeat for four hours you're gonna get some work done all right that's that's where it's at let me tell you all right But yeah, it was you know it was free on Hulu, so that's that's our review. <laughs> so so the sh- so the movie is now on Hulu right now, actually. 
uh, Hulu yeah, and, and HBO. HBO. Oh, okay, good. I actually did not know that. That's kind of cool. It's, I mean, it's it's good enough. Like we we were talking about it, how um, a lot of the the cartoon movies that are based off shows, how they usually try and go a little bit bigger mm-hmm. than like what the show is. You know, like I don't know if y'all ever watched the Doug movie, but like kind of reminds Doug. Me. He like you know he writes in his journal. You know, he's got a crush on Patty. And then in the movie, it's like, oh, the government's here to capture a monster from Lucky Duck Lake. And it's like, what is? What are you talking about? What are you, you know? doing? The Simpsons are under a dome. You know, uh, Recess bo- is getting abducted by aliens. Like the that Bob's just, Burger. Yeah. Stuff reminds me of like Family Guy, right? When they went to their movies and stuff like that. It's just like it feels like it's like a long episode, but the budget is just a little bit more. Just exactly. a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, like uh, you could tell they definitely had more money in their pockets this time around because like the shading and shadowing on their faces and stuff. I was like, this looks so pretty. <laughs> they were moving at 24 frames a second instead of 15 frames a second. That yeah. Really cool. There you go. <laughs> Is it something that you would recommend as someone who could just start to watch and set it and then jump into the show? Or do you feel like people actually should watch the show before getting into the movie? I think, well, you, you say. Uh, for me personally, probably just a few episodes just so you can get to know some of the characters yeah. a little bit better because mm-hmm. you're, you're pretty much thrown into the fray in the movie. Yeah, the movie just it, it, it feels like just it just picks up like a TV episode. Yeah, and it kind of drags on near the, the back half of it. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's good if you like the show already, but it's I, I wouldn't introduce them like this. I would actually say start with episode 100 because it's. It just kind of encompasses the entire tone of the show. Gotcha. Um, and then if you like it, you know, go back and watch all of it. If you yeah. Want to. But I think if you don't like a hundred, you're not going to like any of the rest of it. No. I think my issue with the Simpsons movie is that really that movie appeals to people that love the Simpsons. And yeah. if you do just watch that movie, I don't think it, it's, again, it's just a family doing wild and crazy stuff, but like there's just so much history that's so loved yeah. in that movie that it kind of makes sense to actually have a somewhat understanding of what the show is kind of like before watching it. Um, however, uh, there's some really great grads in that movie that still uh, are fantastic. <laughs> um, Spider Pig is still one of the best jokes of all time. Uh, yes. um, that's cool. Because whatever a Spider Pig does. I know that Fee- Fiona, uh, of course, uh, definitely has talked about the show before. It's just generally on a show that i watch i don't tend to watch a lot of these sort of like procedural cartoons um you know these like 20 minute uh, shows anymore like that was very much like when i felt like i had time like after school or something but i might i might watch the movie and just start there and then just see if i ever get the taste for it literally because it's murder so that's cool there's there's some good music notes in it at the beginning, so you'll 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 at least walk away twenty minutes in and be pretty happy with it. <laughs> I love that I just corpse slide. That was funny. Um, speaking of exquisite tastes, let's talk about the boys. <laughs> Tell us, uh, have you you've been caught up on the boys, uh, Harv? Because I know that you were watching it not that long ago. Uh, it's a great question. It's a great question. I have not, but. I did watch a TikTok clip. Oh, of, no. Uh, oh, no. No, no, no. It was uh, Soldier Boy, Jensen Ankles. Mm-hmm. He was singing. Oh, God. In it. one of the episodes. Yeah. So, you know how in, like, Captain... And apparently, this, 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 this song <laughs> is very big on TikTok. Yes. It is. And, a... I, was very, and I was very surprised because I was like, I don't know where this song is from. And then I saw the clip, the actual clip of where it's oh, from. Oh, the actual Blondie clip? Yeah. 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 And I was like, huh. Okay, I, I do need to watch it because I love Jensen Ackles, so I know he's in the new season. Yes, I, I don't think he's gonna be in the show anymore. But like, no, I, well, we'll see, we'll see. You know, yeah. never, never say but, never. 
But I, I am excited to watch it because he's one of my favorite actors because of Supernatural. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not caught up yet, but I'm going to be at some point. Hopefully. Gotcha. So I wanted to preface that so that way they know not to spoil things because uh, you've are you guys all caught up with season three? Yep. Yeah, we, we just wrapped it. Was it last weekend? Saturday. Yeah, we started it. I think the week before Got it. Uh, the whole series, we, the we whole series. Okay. Yeah. We, what is, what is your honest, excuse, Harf? Scared. All right. Where's your, they did the whole series in like a week. <laughs> What's going on with yeah, your camera? What is, what is, what is my excuse? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know what? Come back to me. I'll, I'll all away. right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what did you think about season three overall without obviously general spoilers, but any general impressions? I mean, I couldn't believe that they were dead the whole time. That really, I'm <laughs> kidding. That's a, that's a spoiler joke I do every time. Uh, but no, uh, uh, I, I loved it. I really, I think we ranked it. We, we rank uh, just everything because it's fun. <laughs> so, like uh, we, we've been ranking all the summer things that have come out during the summer against each other, uh, which has put like Father of the Bride, <laughs> and uh, the boys in the same list. <laughs> it's yeah. wild, okay? Uh, new Bluey episodes will be on there. Um, but uh, I think we put it number one, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we yeah. did. It's so good. I mean, it's just it's just well-written, uh, well-acted. I was afraid. Uh, I, like, I was afraid uh, that it might be a little too too much. You sure. Know? Uh, it I toes a line, of, for sure. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I dipped out of Walking Dead, Um Back when uh, I think his name was Negan, like when he first showed up, sure, uh, and the whole Glenn, all that Glenn stuff. Yep. Um, That's exactly when I left. Yeah, I was like, I can't. I just, I, I felt bad for like four days after, man. I yeah. was like, this That's, I, felt, yeah. I felt relieved after. I was like, Oh, thank God, it's off my list now. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the show just kept on getting worse and worse yeah. as we progressed. And then the the Glenn part was the tipping point. That was it. Yeah. I was like, all right, you know what? You guys don't even want me. All you guys don't even want me watching this show. So I'm happy. I'll, I'll leave. <laughs> Always inevitably was was eating dinner when I'd watch it too. So like, I'm watching Glenn eating a pizza roll, and it's like, ah, oh, no, this isn't gonna work out. So uh, funny. Know, pizza roll the squishes. Funny and, enough. Yeah, yeah. Funny enough, that is the same point in the comic book. I stopped reading it because I just couldn't handle it. Um, in the show, yeah, it's dark. Yeah, the comic book, it's, I think it is done very expertly well. So when it came into the, to the show, I did watch that episode just so I could be like, how close was it? Um, I feel like, you know, the show had a certain peak and I just don't know yeah. if it ever got the groove that it really needed to be because it just felt monotonous. And so that's why I enjoyed a show we're going to talk about later uh, with zombies in it. And I'll talk about that. Not, not, not for options. So. Um, but yeah, I... I, I'm glad that this is not in the same vein as that, even though it's yeah. it can be um, very much so. But no, I it think definitely. Uh, I, was, I yeah. told Maggie it, it kind of feels like a Final Destination, where it's like it's over the top enough to where it's almost comical. Yes, uh, you never feel like super bad about it, you know, because it's it's almost funny how just ridiculous it is. Yes, uh, but I mean, it does still obviously pack a. A gut punch a lot of the time too yeah. so it's yeah it's great i love it yeah how many times i can't count that i had to hide <laughs> or cover my ears <laughs> i was getting the magnifying glass i was like let me see let me see a little closer you know <laughs> there's only i think one scene and i won't say much but there's a 
Um, it had to do with someone wearing uh, a bike chain. If that is that enough context, there's a uh, bike rack thing. Yeah. In a where in a warehouse. Yes. Yeah, there's two people sitting in a chair. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. No, it's all good. That's the only time in the show I've ever felt super tense because I didn't want nothing bad to happen to anybody on that screen. And that is the, the thing where I was just like, this show has oh, got me. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yes. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. The only other clip I've seen for the new season is, uh, is it Homelander, right? That's the dude? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the dude. And when he's outside of a farm, he's going. <sighs> oh, he's yeah, one yeah. Of those. Yeah, that just became a meme in so many different places. Yeah, Homelander's got a lot of good memes this week. He's got that one, and there's a meme where like people are cheering him on. He's like, "What the fuck? Okay, this is awesome, <laughs> fucking awesome." Uh, so yeah, definitely, I recommend the boys uh, if you've not seen it. It does toe a line, but I think it never crosses it in a way that I feel like is unacceptable. Um, the comics are garbage. Don't watch them. Oh gosh. Uh, read them, actually. Don't read them. Uh, <laughs> and then, what is... I've been hearing about this on Twitter all week. What is Spy X Family? It's an anime. Don't <laughs> <laughs> um, wake me up when she's done. Um, we actually, really said Fee's not on the show this week. We, we need anime. somebody else to hold down the anime corner. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, I just started actually... This week, uh, I think I made it up to episode five so far. Um, it's about a guy, and he's a spy. Um, and what? yeah, and his mission is to take down this to take down this one politician. Oh. And in order to get to this politician, he has to get a family. He has to get a kid. I feel, like I've, I feel like I've heard this premise somewhere before. You probably have. Um, he has to get a kid. He has to get a wife. And he has to get this kid into a certain school because the politician's kid goes to that school. And it's all crazy. There's other details, but I don't want to give away too much because I really want Matt to watch it. Because to me, we've also been watching Alias. <laughs> Oh, okay. So it reminds me yeah. of Alias because of the spa, because he does have many other a aliases. Uh, <laughs> that's why it's called Alias. And, uh, I get it now. And it kind of reminds me of like, um, on the line of, kind of like the vibe Inspector Gadget gives. What? No, I don't know why. I don't know why. Inspector <laughs> Gadget. Um, uh, and, uh, like any of the like sixties, uh, like spa TV shows. Got to like get yeah. smart. Uh, yeah, yeah, all those shows. Kind of got Mission Impossible. It, but it's not. It's not like really that comical in that way. Like there are funny moments in it, but like it's it's really good. Does it treat it more serious? Like is it based on like not based on reality, but based like okay, you know how like Death Note has a like reality to it, where it's yeah. you know world politics, it's this and that. Does it have that tone, or is it more more cartoonish? It's, it's got that tone. It's like, got that tone. Because uh, uh, I was like, are they talking about Russia? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's supposed to be like, it's the one country that he's in is supposed to be like Russia. But mm. I'm not sure what the other country is, because, you know, it's made up countries or whatever. But sure. you can really tell that the country he's in the where he's trying to get to a politician it's supposed to be like russia it's like, so it reminds it's, me of top gun top gun did a very similar thing is like it's very cold over there wherever this mission is 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't say the name of the person, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's cool. Politician is rooting. <laughs> rooting, tooting, politician from yeah. cold place. There it is. There it is. Oh, man. I bet. Okay. So, do you, Maggie, do you watch anime? Is that, is that, uh, a big I, thing. I get the vibe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, when okay. when I can find the time, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, have watched all of Fairy Tale in its entirety probably two times through, and there's a lot of episodes of it. Um, plus, I've also watched the first season of it a gazillion times, so <laughs> I can probably press through it pretty good. Um, uh, it's probably my go-to like when uh, I'm. Like if I'm feeling down or uh, anxious, it just makes me feel good. Um, just to escape and get away for a bit. Look yeah. at all the pretty people. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Yuri on us. Yuri on us, exactly. <laughs> Those guys could skate. Let me tell you. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Where's Where's season two at? Where's season two of Yuri on us? That's what I want to know. He can get passionate about anime sometimes too. Let me tell you, if somebody digivolves into ultimate form, man, it is on like Donkey Kong, all right? I'm talking about Angemon, Angewomon. It's great. It's great. Angelmon. I, I tried to get it. I'm trying to get into anime. I just, it, it's, 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 I've tried it multiple times. Harvey, have, have you tried My Hero Academia yet? Have you tried it? No, no, I haven't. Oh, so I haven't. It's so good. It's all right. What, okay. Oh God. It's so good. I think you just got the, I think you just got you the head stare there for a second. Um, <laughs> I I'm trying to. I think my chat was talking about going to Parasite. I think it was one of the animes they were talking about. So it's kind of like a thriller kind of type thing. So I, I I'm gonna think about jumping into that and see what how. A, it what's your favorite movie? Like my favorite movie. Yeah. yeah, my favorite movie is uh, what well, can it be a trilogy? Sure, sure, it's Lord of the Rings. How dare you? Okay, <laughs> never mind. I got nothing. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> fairy tale, I guess. Pff, I don't know. There's not no, that, there's no, no anime that's that boring. So I don't know. No, what there, there, there is. What is the there's uh, that anime that's like uh, found the girl in the dungeon or something and it's like Dungeons and Dragons, Beauty but... and the Beast. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I know what you're talking about, but I can't. Yeah, I'll I'll Google it. I Google it. There we go. We got it. We got it. We got the quit. Yeah. <laughs> Only an hour into the show, and I it was hard to I quit. I, I'm, keep, I'm keeping a good pace. You gotta at least give me a fucking shout out there. Uh, <laughs> I'll look it. I'll look it up later. But I, I was trying to type in "girl in the dungeon." I'm like, that should be not something I look up. Oh, I'm yeah. just gonna. You it's <laughs> not. I'm just gonna take that out. That is a choice. You so, know we'll be at your door in seconds, dude. <laughs> Next week I will not be here because FEMA took me down. Uh, well, that is cool. I uh, I do try to get more into watching more animation. Right now it is uh, My Hero Academia is my new favorite thing. I do want to check out. Uh, is it Demon Hunter? Is that the name of it? The guy with the green jacket, the green and checker jacket. That's the for whatever. It's one of those shows. Speed Racer. Speed Racer. I love Speed Racer. Actually, I grew up on Speed Racer. Um, love the movie. It's underrated. Um, it's all right. <laughs> every movie. Where does it rank between like episodes of Golden Girls and like Schindler's List? Like, like a three. We actually we did try and rewatch Speed Racer recently, 
And like 20 minutes in, I was like, I, my ADHD is just, I can't handle this, man. It's like, it's all over the place. I need, I need to watch somebody talk on camera for five minutes about Spider-Man No Way Home being a soliloquy or something, you know, like I just, uh, no, can't do it. Can't do it. It's a, it is a wild, it is a wild film. So definitely if you have not seen Speed Racer, it is a wild time. I remember I got free tickets to go see it. Someone was just handing around the theater. I wasn't even going to a movie that day. I was just walking by and I was like, sure, I'll go see it. I was in a room full of kids. I'm just like, I guess I'm watching Speed Racer. And sure enough, I loved it. I had a great time. When I met the Wachowskis, uh, I actually said I love Speed Racer. So that was cool. Um, moving on from Speed Racer. Sly, I would love to hear. Actually, I would love to hear about uh, Transplant. Please tell me about it. Transplant is great. Um, it's a Canadian medical drama. It's super Canadian. It's a medical drama. So if you like it's medical Sly dramas, show. Um, <laughs> it's a Sly show. Uh, yeah, so I need to start re-watching season one along with jj because uh for our thirsty thursday lives i'm watching bad buddy which is one of jj's favorite shows and jj is watching transplant uh but in addition uh the new episode this week spoilers for <laughs> transplant season two i don't know what episode we're on uh we finally got one of the biggest uh, medical drama tropes, which is a crashed helicopter, and I'm so excited to see where it goes <laughs> next episode. I it's transplants like uh, one of the best medical dramas because it really understands the genre being you know very character stories, a way to tell very diverse stories in differing um, lengths. And they do it in such an engaging way. And it's if you don't mind uh, medical dramas, I 100% recommend it. Uh, but also, you know, it's a medical drama, so it has all those tropes. And so I, it, I, I, my favorite game is, like, how far into a medical drama do we get X trope? And <laughs> how far do we get Y trope and Z trope? So, you know, I was just really excited that we finally got helicopter crash. That's incredible. Uh, Sly, I thought about you the other day. Actually, well, first I'll preface, obviously, Sly is our resident. Um, if the show has, like, a medical drama, police drama, uh, firefighter, uh, Sly has probably seen it. So you've watched, like, all of the Dick Wolf uh, series, the fire series. You've watched 911, and then, of course, um, I also Transplant. I have only Grey's Anatomy. watched like half of the entire Chicago universe because I watched all I was I have a spreadsheet I was watching I watched up until I think it was like five of fire but I was also watching like med police all of them anyways and then I just stopped and I haven't gone back uh so I've seen like half of uh, but yeah, I've seen all the Greys, Station 19s, the 911s, etc., etc. I love a medical drama. The Night Shift, Nurses, all of them. 
the uh, the fun the fun thing about those shows, obviously, it's they're shot in Chicago, and so you've probably seen corpses on the show that have been friends of mine, <laughs> or you've seen uh, my cousin walk in the background of a shot, or visiting my favorite restaurant that's no longer with us. So I love that that's immortalized. I remember in the show. when I was watching the Chicago universe. Yeah, I was like messaging you and Frank, being like. Uh, where is this? Or does this really happen? Or is this accurate? Or Frank will be like, here's insert person I know. It was great. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I've, I think I know what this is, but tell me about Motherland Fort Salem. Is this a spinoff or is it part of a main series? I don't know. Um, it's a Hulu original. Um, I because it sounds like a quotes I've ever said. I don't think so, but I could be completely wrong. Um, but yeah, it's it's a Hulu original show. Um, as I said on, we'll throw the after party when I explained the show. It's gay. It's witches. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. You just told me. <laughs> uh, but this week's episode, uh, we got more story. Uh, there's a character on Motherland Fort Salem uh, whose name is M, played by a non binary actor. And we got a little more story with them this week. So that was really exciting for me to see a queer actor playing a queer character in a queer story that didn't feel bad to consume, right? Like, it felt good to see, which is still a rarity. <laughs> is, if I'm not mistaken, I've seen the premise for the show because it would play as a commercial uh, when I go to the movies. Is the premise that instead of uh, during Salem times, where witches were obviously you know burned at the stake and stuff like that, they uh, just helped to fight the Civil War or something, and then like became like an actual like fighting force for America? Is that what this is? Basically, so during uh, that time, instead of you know having the whole trials go through or whatever, they. They uh, worked in conjunction with the government, so all witches, once they hit a certain age, are uh, conscripted into a military branch that is all witches. <laughs> that is awesome. That's so awesome. we have we have the Air Force, we have <laughs> the Marines, <laughs> and the Witch Force. Um, <laughs> that is incredible. So I saw the premise of the yeah the show like in one of those previews, and I was like, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> so how how long is the show? That's fine. <laughs> how long has the show been going on? Do you know? How many seasons are there? Uh, it's currently season three, and they're usually about like ten episodes. Oh, a okay. Season, so it's smaller if I remember seasons. correctly, it's a it's summer season, so yeah. No, it's very cool. Yeah, it's a show that I, I actually would like to take a look at. And then, of course, you've been watching more Bad Buddy, which is a show that you said your uh, friend of uh, MC University, JJ, uh, is his favorite show. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? It's one of. It's up there. Uh, but yeah, it's a Thai BL. I think I've talked about it on the podcast. You did last week. Previously. Uh, but yeah, nonlinear storytelling, rivals to lovers, 
Thai drama. I don't know what's going on legitimately <laughs> like I have no clue, but I'm having a blast. When you say when you say <laughs> rival so rivals to lovers, were they like rivals in like when I think uh -huh. of that, I think of like a sport. Are they like a rival in a sport of some sort or like academia or I think of Gary Oak and so... Ash. Yeah, Gary Oak and Ash is a great <laughs> comparison i'd watch that man i was um, like fuck all right <laughs> it's like an actual like enemies to lovers and not like a they're mildly antagonistic towards each other and then they fall in love or whatever so it's like a family feud it's kind of uh, like okay. west side story version of Romeo. i see i see uh but it's there's academic feuds there's a music feud I think JJ said there's something sporty coming up in the future. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, but yeah, they, they're they in different um, departments at college that have a rivalry. And they also have this like familial rivalry. Mm -hmm. There's lots of rivalries happening simultaneously. I just love it's like they have simultaneous like, okay, we're fighting about uh, doing good grades, uh, sports, but you know, we, we also may want to fuck each other later. So I like, <laughs> like, I like the dichotomy of like, fuck you, but also fuck you. <laughs> so the best rivalry yeah, basically. that sounds fucking that sounds really good. <laughs> Uh, so that of course right, is scary. <laughs> so that of course is bad bunny. Where can you can you find the series? Is it like on Hulu, uh, Netflix? YouTube. You oh that's right you said that last week YouTube. So there you go. How many mm -hmm. do you know how many episodes a season? Like is it like is it just a YouTube There's channel that's doing it? One season. It's so it's a, a Thai drama. Okay. So it. Um, a Thai production. I don't know how it airs there, but God. it's posted on YouTube. It's one season, twelve episodes of long. Officially, or is it like a fan rip? Like just no, kinda... officially. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, that's kind of cool. The fact that that is an option that you can just watch the entire series right there on YouTube. So, not bad. I'll go ahead and now talk about some of the things that I've been watching before we get into our main topics. Uh, I watched a little movie called The Black Phone. It is a horror movie uh, written by Joe Hill. It was a short story and a collection of short stories. Uh, I think it's called like 21st Century Ghosts. I think that's the name of the actual book. Um, but it is directed by Scott Derrickson, written by him and Robert Cargill. Uh, it is a horror movie set into like the 70s where there's not a whole lot of technology and kids were bad, like bad news bears bad where they like curse and like beat each other up and it's fucking awesome. And, uh, except, uh, you know, parents were also parents and overworked and, uh, you know, might've been a little bit, uh, free willing with the alcohol at night, you know, just not being the best parents. Uh, the premise of the course, the actual short story is, or the, the movie is, uh, kids are being kidnapped uh, this is also during a period of time where you there's no cell phones, right? So kids just wander about and then they end up disappearing, uh, which apparently was like a big thing in the 70s. I, I wasn't aware of that, but I looked it up uh, earlier. So there is some sort of like somewhat tie to like actual events. Um, it is stars Ethan Hawke as the grabber, uh, who, of course, is sort of your main villain. He steals a kid. Yeah, he steals, steals a kid. And then in the uh, in the basement... There is nothing but just a mattress, a bunch of blank walls, and a phone. And the phone is disconnected. It's cut. 
but it rings. And when he answers it, he hears the voices of the dead, um, which are the previous kids that were in that room. Uh, that is as far as I'll go uh, as to describing the rest of the movie because it's pretty intriguing from there. Uh, if you like Stephen King stories, uh, this is no different. It's very similar. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll probably describe this movie uh, as The Shining meets jo uh, jo uh, sorry, Saw. The Shining meets Saw in a weird way. Not as violent as Saw, but uh, in terms of being in a closed room. Um, there are some interesting things that they do. Oh, hold on. Got to fix just for that. And we're good. Uh, <laughs> good job. And of course, uh, the uh, the main cast, which is primarily kids, uh, other than Ethan Hawke, who comes in and puts on a wonderful, terrifying performance. Uh, the kids are fantastic. They play like realistic, shitty uh, 70s kids that you have to root for uh, because fucking people stealing kids is creepy. Um, I do think that the movie is maybe, how can I describe it? There are certain things in the later half that I thought that could have been a little bit cleaner, but I think overall it is probably one of my favorite movies of the year as horror movies. So if you guys have not, oh, you guys are back. If you have not uh, <laughs> seen, <laughs> if you've not heard anything, then by all means, check this out. It was uh, in theaters. It's already on VOD. So not a whole lot of people are watching it, but I do think it's definitely worth your time. Um, I think the rental is still like those $20 VODs. I would probably wait till it is $4.99 or available on some type of service. But if you want to go to the movies, this is not something that I wouldn't miss out on. Honestly, it's a good double feature, I would say, with the next movie I'm about to talk about. So definitely, if you like horror movies, check out Black Phone. I think it's pretty fantastic. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The next film uh, that I watched, of course, is New Jordan Peele joint, uh, Nope, which, of course, if you watch Get Out or Us, this is the third movie that he has done. It has uh, Kiki Palmer in a major role. It has a returning um, actor from Get Out. I don't want to say Daniel his name. Kalua. Thank you for saying it because I was afraid that I was going to butcher it. Um, it has, obviously, Stephen Ewan as well in here from The Walking Dead. We talked about him earlier. And... Um, a few other actors who are, I actually are not familiar with, but they're really good in the movie. But essentially, without spoiling much, it's something in the sky. Uh, I don't want to say nothing else. I mean, they've, they've, in their trailers, they've shown what it is already. No, they haven't. Uh, so, I, I mean, they've shown what, like, the... So, before you say anything, they are going to go see it tomorrow. And I don't okay, know what okay, they know. Okay. But... Even the trailers that I have seen, they have not shown where it is. The latest trailer, I think they have. I, I've not watched the latest trailer. Okay, yeah. I yeah. For God's sakes. They've been on media blackout. Uh, but even so, if you've you seen the trailers, there's still stuff there that's honestly... Oh, no, like, 100%. Yeah, no, that, that's not... Like, I just mean, like, I think, like, the premise of the story, I, 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 I think I already know kind of what, what the premise is, because what nope means. Mm -hmm. But... But but there's probably more shit that's in the movie. That's yeah, there, there, there's a few other things in there that I think add to it. Um, but the major thing, the major emotional, the major feelings that I think that you'll get out of this movie is that it feels very much like a traditional um, horror movie or movie in the blockbuster sense from like the 70s. Um, what I mean by that is it's heavily, heavily Spielberg. Um 
take that for what you will, which movies I'm referring to. Um, but otherwise, uh, I think that this is a f- really cool sort of simple story that they don't have 20,000 locations. There's not 50,000 cuts. You know, things are not exploding all the time in the movie. Um, but I think just telling the simple family story along with this sort of, you know, scary sci-fi premise, um, I think goes a long way. Do I think they nail the ending? Personally, for me, no. Do I appreciate the movie uh, for what they accomplish? Yes. So I do want to say if you uh, want to see stories that are, you know, focusing, you know, uh, multicultural casts, Jordan Peele has been the best. Uh, in terms of being able to flesh out these wonderful stories and have people that are featured. Kiki Palmer is now one of my favorite people ever. She's so fucking funny in this movie. And uh, I can't wait for people to actually start quoting some of the lines in this movie. And you know, I feel like when you have a good movie is when you know there's going to be lines that are quotable. Um, And I think that is going to be a big, big thing for this movie. So I'm excited. Yes. Yes. So we're going tomorrow morning. We're going to watch it. And um, this is like the only one that's like not that I've been like, you know, like the Marvel stuff. Of course, we went and yeah. watched, but like it's almost out of like necessity to not be spoiled. This one, I'm like actually looking forward to just watching it, you know? So yeah. Can't so wait. they do some. There's a, I, so I actually took a, a date to see the movie, and uh, there was the one point in the movie they actually walked out and then. They came back and I was just looked like like this like I don't <laughs> I don't even know how to describe to you what happened and uh, the only I'm not gonna say what I'm not gonna say anything but um yeah I'll even t- I'll tell you that the end of that story when you see it um, okay because it's pretty funny and I'm like the only way I can describe it is blah 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 and I was just like <laughs> it's so funny um, but yes so of course that is uh, dope by Jordan Pill please. Go to the theater, see it. This is also available in 40X. I don't know if it's worth the the price of a 40X uh, release, but hey, fuck it, let me know. I want to hear the, I want to hear some backstories on people <laughs> getting you know <laughs> blasted with air in this movie. There's quite a few uh, air scenes. That is exactly what I want when I watch a good movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to feel the probe. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, before we get to the general topics, I'll just say quickly, I've been reading X-Men comics. I've been getting really heavily uh, into the concept of the X-Men because on uh, MC University, we're getting back into sort of the timeline of X-Men, and then the new cartoons are coming, so I'm I'm getting very excited. So I'm going to be reading more comics for X-Men. I don't know where to start. There's fucking too many X-Men comics. There's just <laughs> there's hundreds of thousands of issues of X-Men comics. Start um, with the Inhumans. Thank you. Yeah, the, the greater, <laughs> the greatest X Men's. Yeah, the greatest. Yeah. Uh, with that, of course, uh, Sly, you've been listening to something. Go ahead, please explain what this is. Uh, yeah. So, if you don't know, um, I'm a huge clipping fan. Um, which I feel like I talk about a lot, but people don't often know that about me. Um, but there was a new clipping E3, EP released. E3. Oh, boy. Um, there was a new clipping EP. I mean, it's flashbacks. Clipping. <laughs> um, 
It's it's very good. It, every time there's a new clipping anything released, I am instantly transported back to like high school driving in like my first car, windows down, back roads, blasting clipping albums. Uh so yeah, it's just super nostalgic even every time there's like new music. Um it's great. It's you know, Davi Diggs and some really cool people. Uh, but yeah, I was really excited to see their their new EP drop. Fantastic. I actually want to say uh, thank you to Sh- uh, Share Screens also for joining us and giving us that rate. Thank you so much for everybody. We are, of course, Point in Progress. We are talking about fun topics. We're going to be talking about Resident Evil and then Sly, of course, giving us some great music suggestions. So check out their full episode if you want to get that full conversation. What? Thank you so much. Um, okay, we're going to go to the top conversation themes that we want to talk about. If you have the people here that have not seen these things or played these things, feel free to ask us questions, uh, even though you know we're probably going to go a little bit longer on these conversations. We'll try not to be, but at the same time, I think that's worth discussing. Uh, the conversational things, because these are all the connecting things that we've all watched. Uh, me and Harv have been watching the new Resident Evil series. I don't know what Harb's general opinion is of the whole show. That's already, <laughs> I'm already prepping for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, as a, we are both Resident Evil fans. We've, uh, of course, did uh, Pip Chat for Resident Evil 8, the video game. Uh, I believe he's played a few of the games on stream. I've played games on stream. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan from way back. Uh, I'm going to start with Harv. Harv, what did you think of Resident Evil, the TV show? <laughs> I haven't watched all of it yet, so I will preface that. How many episodes are you in? I'm three episodes in. Okay. Three out of six, right? There's six episodes? That's that's enough to jump out. (laughs) That's enough to leave. (laughs) One thing I will say, Lance Reddick, he is the carrying weight of this show. He carries this show. Yes. If the, if he was not in it, I think I would have bounced out after episode one. I'd be like, no, I'm done. Like, this is, what what are, we, what are we watching here? What are we watching here? But I I do I like the premise of how the the show is structured. How they mm-hmm. go to the future, then they go to the past. It kind of keeps like kind of jumping between the two. Yeah. And I do like that a lot. And seeing him as uh, as Wesker is kind of cool, right? Like it's 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 a neat thing. It's just everything around Lance Reddick is just not good. <laughs> you know, it's just not great. The writing is just mm. not good. And I feel like it just they 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 they're trying to capture something a little they're trying to use the IP of Resident Evil but not not going far enough if that makes sense. I feel mm. like they're not going far enough in the first 3 episodes. So I don't know how it changes the next 3 episodes. But I, that's just kind of like where, where I'm at with, with the show right now. I'm going to finish watching it. I will finish watching the show because I'm already three episodes in. I might as well watch the last might whatever that's well. left, right? So yeah, might as well might as well watch it. But yeah, yeah I'm not I, – I, I don't have high hopes for this show. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to finish it, though. I'm going to finish it. I have a really important question. Of course. This is the part where you ask us questions. How many hot ladies are there? There's a lot of ladies. <laughs> It's actually quite a, a bit, question. at least. Uh, more than 10. I'll say more than 10. There's quite a few hot ladies. Okay. Yeah, for sure. How many hot ladies will I want to step on me? 
Listen, none of them are lady. None of them are lady D. Some of them are children. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, the main the main bad guy. I wouldn't. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Valid. So, so there was a tweet that came out that yeah. uh, the showrunner wants to put Lady D in the show for like has it yeah. been renewed for a second season? We don't know. Okay. <laughs> we'll find he out. Just, he just he just said yeah. I'm they, not they holding off. That, I'm not holding off hope because you know I like Cowboy Bebop and no one fucking liked it, so we didn't get a season two. <laughs> so it is what it is. I like the 20 minutes we watched of it. See, there you go. That's exactly the fucking response I get from people. Um, <laughs> But you're quite, yeah, yeah. So they did say that they want Lady D in the show um, if they could possibly do it. So, uh, okay, I will then I'll I'll volley I'll volley the ball over to me and I'll start. I have finished the show. There are things that I think are not good, but overall, it's definitely a watchable show. Everyone needs to stop being up in arms about it. And, uh, honestly, you're just taking clips out of context. And then I had an argument with Frank today about it. We talked a little bit. Um, his whole thing was, it's like, why bother taking the lore if you're not going to be um, not doing the thing that people want? I'm like, what do people want? He wants them to just recreate the games as movies verbatim, as opposed to just like maybe someone expanding upon a story. And I understand that. Um, because the Resident Evil content that we've had outside of the video games, uh, and I'm not including the animated stuff, um, you know, we had the TV, they had the movies with Mila Jovovich and Paul Thomas Anderson doing an entire saga rivaling only the greatest sagas ever, including Fast and the Furious and Step Up. Um, that's right. X going to give it to you. Step Up's a fucking fantastic series, and I will not hear any goddamn slander. Uh, I have to. I'm contractually obligated to mention every time somebody brings up Step Up, go check out the fan fiction. All you gotta do is Step Step. It's a 911X uh, Step Up crossover. Fuck. It's brilliant. <laughs> oh my god. That's great. That's. that's... It's... What if Ryan Guzman's character in <laughs> Step Up is also Ryan Guzman's character in 911? It's the best thing I've ever read. That's that's fantastic. Uh, so we got those movies. No, that's fine. We got those movies. And then uh, last year, we actually got closer to, I assume, what people wanted, which was a retelling of Resident Evil 1. But also, it was a mashup of two. It was a mashup of one and two. And I had dumb fun with that movie, too. I honestly thought it's just... It, I, again, I love all those stupid Resident Evil movies. Th we take life too fucking seriously on this planet that we have to, like, make sure that everything has to reach a certain <laughs> expectation. And I'm like, all right, cool. Sometimes I don't want to watch The Walking Dead and have miserable porn. I'm going to watch this fucking funny-ass uh, zombie show that has a giant caterpillar uh, uh, as a... But like that's okay. not out of the when realm I, when of I, when I saw the caterpillar in yeah. her head, I did not expect five minutes later seeing the big ass caterpillar. I was like, maybe we'll throw that. That's called. Like, that's I called. You know, wait for a little bit. That's called Chekhov's caterpillar. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh you guys could have waited one episode. <laughs> but how awesome was it the fact they're like, yo, we're going straight gigantic in the first episode. And then they actually go even further from that. And that's what I that's what I really think is really cool. Is that it's like we're not just a, we're not just a zombie show. We actually have giant ass monsters. And that's always been a part of the lore of Resident Evil. They had giant fucking spiders, alligators in this, you know, in the first game. Um, so they they've had a lineage of that. So it's cool that they at least expand upon it early on like unlike the movies or uh you know it took like sagas to get to giant ass like tell you know spiders and stuff like that so i actually appreciated how far they went with a giant caterpillar um but except it died in like 50 like 40 bullets it just like died that was the one thing i'm like okay that took no effort to kill that thing but either way uh there are silly stuff like that, but overall, I think the story that is most intriguing to me as someone who is a Resident Evil fan from the beginning and doesn't necessarily love, doesn't need to know all the details of stories. I just need to generally enjoy a series. I'm like Frank. Uh, I don't know why I'm picking on him. There's no reason for me to do that. Uh, I'm He's joking. Not here, so you can That's right. On him. That's right. Fiona. Um, so uh, when it comes to like, okay, this is a spoiler for the games. It's been fucking 10 years, so you, you can know the spoiler. Uh, Wesker dies in the games. Oh my gosh, what? He dies in the games. I'm kidding. I don't, I've never played Resident Evil. <laughs> this show. How dare you? This show. My life. He dies. Yes. He, this show takes the, the lore of the, uh, the movies. I'm sorry, the video games. So everything that happened in the video games happens on this show. But in the in the games he's never had daughters right this is a whole new concept and when this first was pitched this was like well first of all why would wesker have daughters when does this take place it's like apocalyptic futures one timeline it takes place in modern day like 2020 it's like what what is this show right chronologically if you play the resident evil games the, the first games sort of start in like 96 to 98 then that's when the story kind of continues um they use all that lore in real time to fill the story gaps in the story. So you'd wonder in 2022, A, how does Wesker have daughters? And A, how is he alive? Right? That's the two major things that the show is sort of like the premise. And that is the intriguing stuff that they explore in the show. It's like, okay, answer that question. And I think that is a lot of fun. I think the way that they play with that, with your knowledge of the games, they play with things you don't know. And it's, I think, easily inaccessible for people that have never played anything. Those are the things that I think is what it's made for. And, you know, I, you know, uh, I think that you can enjoy this for as just like a crazy, wild, uh, ridiculous action genre like show that you can watch. Or you can be a fan of Resident Evil and enjoy it, too, personally, because of the way they can introduce little details. Like they'll drop things of like, oh, you don't remember what happened in 89 or 98. And you're like, oh, I remember that. I know that reference. Um, some other little things that they snipple out there as well. Um, I enjoy it. Plus, this is the... I want the you see that? Do you guys remember what happened to the police station with Leon? That was fucking wild, right? Harv, they don't go that... They go pretty... They pretty come very close. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, but then there'll be things like the fact that the liquors are in the show, but they introduced them pretty early on. And, and honestly, this is the best version that I've ever seen them in any medium other than the video games. Uh, and it's so cool to actually see the things that I've been like, this show f does the things that I want to see, but they just, obviously it's out of context and of time. Right. Um, 
So that's why I enjoy the show. I know that people have their issues with it. I still think that it's an entertaining watch. It's not The Walking Dead in terms of like everything is dour. Um, it is a little ridiculous, and I think that adds to the fun of the show. Um, I think the problem that Resident Evil has is that it doesn't know what it wants to be. And I think it that's either... exactly what it's supposed to be. <laughs> it doesn't not yeah, know what it wants to be. At some point, you got to pick a lane, man. You got to pick a lane. Either you're no. going to be this or you're going to be that. I feel like you can't keep jumping back and no. forth. No. Have you ever seen Rocky? Yeah. <laughs> he fucking gets a robot like four <laughs> movies in, man. Like, what are you talking about? Like, That's right. So it's like it goes from an Oscar winning movie to like all of a sudden he's like fighting like the uh, his son's for his son's uh, love. You know, like that's the sixth yeah. movie. So it's like it, it is what it is. And I, I think that things can be wild and crazy. Um, they do return to formula in the video games. I do think that this show has a tone and there's a specific there's a specific scene I'm going to describe, but I won't say who it is or whatever. There is a action scene that takes place where someone is doing gun kata against zombies while Jamiroquai plays. And it's this, it's the song feels like it should. And it's so bizarre, but awesome that I was like, you won me over. You fucking won me over. You absolutely mad lads. You absolutely won me over. I just want to see what crazy shit you got next. And they keep dropping the lore, more lore stuff. And I'm like, okay, where are we going with the show? There's a reference in the show that is tight. That is such a like, Oh, that's a puzzle from the game. That is oh, so cool. But does it involve three statues? No, it involves a song that you play on a piano. And it's the oh, yeah. same exact yeah. song. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. That's cool. That's cool. So, but yeah. Other, uh, yeah, go ahead. I, what you guys were talking, like, I think like Frank was talking about, mm -hmm. like, like remaking the games. I don't want them to remake the games ever because I, I like the games. Mm -hmm. I like the way they are. I'd rather play the game than watch a movie of the game. The, the games are the, the new Resident Evil games are pretty much a movie of the games, anyways. Yeah, they're very accessible. When you look at it, yeah, very accessible. They're very like they're very well done. The graphics are amazing on them, and it's all done in real time, and it, it, it's great. I just don't know. Like I, as I watched this show, I was like, I still don't know what I would want from this. Sure. Do I want like a prequel to everything that happened? Of mm -hmm. like, of maybe. No, maybe not even that, but like something that happens. I don't even know what I want. Like that's the thing. I don't even know what I want from Resident Evil at this point. Yeah, because the games are covering a lot of this shit already. Yes, the games. What what I, what I least enjoy at this because like when I watched when I played the original. I'm sorry. When I watched the original movies and like after two, they went to an apocalypse in the third one. I was like, you jumped the fucking shark pretty far with that. At least they're playing with that idea of like, okay, we can still do that, but everything that in the lore of Resident Evil still applies. So. I enjoy that. Uh, Mad Maggie, do you have any history with Resident Evil whatsoever? Any sort of lineage or anything connected to it? Um, I, once, a... I once uh, <laughs> convinced the Christian school that I went to to watch the first one for Halloween. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> you... And God. I did not get kicked out. They they accepted it. And was they it? were like, oh, Jesus, what are we doing? Was it a censored version of it? Because the beginning of that movie... <laughs> The beginning of that movie is just Mila Jovovich <laughs> naked in a tub. Like, <laughs> hey man, you know, things got wild in Christian school, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> no, like, um, honestly, I never never really played the games. I think I maybe tried a demo of it on of a Pizza Hut demo disc. I'm not sure if it was on that one or not. Hell yeah. Um, but I, it was like the tank controls and yeah. like the camera yes. angle. Yeah. I just, 
couldn't do it. As somebody that was like a 2D Mario person, I just couldn't wrap my head around that. Sure. Um, so I never really gave it a, another shot after that. Um, but the movies, I really enjoyed the like the very original, like the first movie that they did. Uh, the second one was fun, you know, and then the third one, like when it got into like the desert and stuff, I felt like I was just lost. Mm-hmm. And so I just gave up. I was like, ah, I don't understand any of this. I'm not going to try. <laughs> the fun fact about that is the Resident Evil games kind of went with that same trajectory a little bit. They just oh, took wow. a little bit later to do it. So like you know, Resident <laughs> Evil 1 was really good. 2 was amazing. 3 was like, okay, we're, we're okay. It's not bad. You know, it's good, but it's not the greatest. Resident Evil 4, uh, it's really, really good. Resident Evil 5 was like, what the fuck are we doing here? And then Resident <laughs> Evil 6 is like... Is this even a Resident Evil game anymore? <laughs> what are we playing? So this is why. So this is my argument against Frank. It's just like fucking. You you can you can John Cena body slam people in the sixth one, and it's like what you want realistic violence? Like, wh- and, and it's like okay, great. Uh, guy, guy punches a rock and destroys a boulder in Resident Evil Six. I think I think that's the one. Just, just like okay. You don't like every a- avenue of Resident Evil. Not everything is perfect. So that's why it's like, why do you hold something to such a high standard? But it is what it is. Um, so would you say that this show, like, tonally is closer to, like, the first movie? Or would you say that they're pretty different? No, yeah, no I say it's more like the movies, to be honest with you. Like, if I had to right. actually pick a lane, it'd be more like the movies. But I just like the fact that they are at least honoring the interesting details of the games that are in the show and use that as a baseline. Um, and so that's what I find interesting. So hopefully uh, this at least interests you into checking it out. Cause as someone who likes zombies, but don't necessarily, uh, you know, like the walking dead version of like, everything's grim all the time. Sometimes we got to play Jamiroquai and uh, shoot some zombies up. Yeah. Me sold it Jamiroquai. You just watch that scene older. Caterpillar, I'll be honest. The first caterpillar, like I'm thinking Mothra, you know? I'm like, that sounds amazing. It's very close. Um, it was so I, I audibly laughed when I saw it, and I was just yeah. like, because she she li- she literally picks it up because like it, it it goes back and forth with time, and so like we're back in time. She's got a caterpillar in her hand, and like literally the next scene after, it's just a big ass caterpillar. I was like, you guys could have waited at least one episode to show the so. giant caterpillar. So it's more than just zombies. There's also kaiju's, and it's actually kind of cool. Um, well, you just sold me. Season sure. the season 100%. end. The season ending right is. I'll see y'all later. Hell yeah! See, sold a ticket. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> uh, uh, is that pretty much wraps it wraps it up for Resident Evil? You think? I will say at least the people that are making this show actually really really do like Resident Evil because like they're putting the nods in, they're putting all the stuff that the, that most Resident Evil fans like. You know, you can you can have like touchstones and stuff because a lot of shows that that come out they the people that make them don't really know the source material it seems like they know the source material which is good to see yes don't don't fall for the tiktok memes and be like this show looks bad it's bad but like it's also enjoyable also before we get to the multiverse loud has has the monster hunter movie ever did that come out yeah it did years ago <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> It did. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was like pre-pandemic. That came out a while ago. Uh, probably 2000, I think. It was like a, it was it was in theaters. Um, Oof. Yeah. So that concludes our conversation with Resident Evil. Uh, let's talk multiverses, which I still think is just me and Harv. Have you guys touched this yet? It is available in certain a- avenues. Have you tried this game at all? Do you know what this game is? This is the uh, the Warner Brothers fighting like Smash Brothers game. It is. It is. It yeah, is a yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers I, fire. Yeah. 
I've wanted to check it out. It's just one of those things that it was like, well, we could, or, you know, we could play Fortnite or Candy Crush or. Of, of course. <laughs> There's quick matches. Sleep. That's usually what we do. That's true. Kind of like, oh, let's take a nap. This sounds amazing. Uh, so um, it has your two favorite things. It has a battle pass and uh, the matches are quick. So you can probably check it out. Um, I'm in. I'm Harv, in. are you streaming this game? Are you streaming multiverses? I was streaming it yet, yet. Do you have drops enabled? Does that work for your stream too, or no? I don't know if if it was working for my stream, but right now it is uh it is closed beta until the twenty sixth. So is... until so right now streamers have drops. If you watch it for an hour, you can either drop for the beta on the twenty sixth. It's open beta for everybody, so everybody can jump into it. Uh, it is cross play. It is um, cross progression as well, from what I know. Uh, but yeah, this is a, a whole Warner Brothers. It's got like, really randomly, it's got Arya Stark in it, which I did not expect from Game of Thrones. Uh, did you see you got announced today? Right. LeBron got announced today, so LeBron's in Space it. Jam's uh, LeBron. Space Jam's LeBron. Yeah. Space Jam. Uh, Shaggy, you got Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. Uh, Harley got, Quinn. Um, Harley Quinn. Uh, Jake is in it as well. Uh, they got some, some 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 other characters and stuff in there too, but the game is a lot of fun. It is it is simple to learn, which is great. It's really only got like four buttons in the entire thing. It's it's got the two face buttons and then a dodge button. Really, that's all you really need to know. And depending, like in Smash Brothers, depending on which side, which way you're doing it, you got you got smash moves, right? If you're doing it to the right, if you're doing it to the left, if you're doing it up, down, all that kind of stuff, right? So it's if you know Smash Brothers, I think you're going to really enjoy this game. One of my favorite things about this game is how much attention to detail they have between characters. Yes. So, like, Scooby-Doo will will make take, like, a jab at Batman about something. Or Batman will take a jab at, like... Uh, at Jake or something like that, just like something about like their franchise and stuff like that is really, really, really cool. Yeah, I uh, just the general idea first before I talk about playing it. Uh, I've been excited for this game because I am huge uh, at Warner Brothers nut in terms of DC Comics, and then of course the fact that it has so many different properties like Harry Potter. Uh, you know, the Cartoon Network can also potentially have characters that comes this way. Um, my, I'm really hoping this is the character that I want to play the most. I really want to play as Tony Soprano one day if they put Tony Soprano in the game. Um, <laughs> I think it would be. They opened the door with I Arya love Stark. That for you, please. I want to play as Tony Soprano. Uh, of course. Uh, oh, Demolition Man's also a Warner Brothers movie. We we'll love that Demolition Man. Oh my God, that would be insane. Yes, I would love that. Or Simon Phoenix. I would love either or. That'd be so great. Um, but yeah, I, 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 as a person who loves. Uh, studios and history of studios the fact that there is so much love with Acme stuff, M Warner Brothers uh, history um, including like uh, for instance they have levels that are mashups between um, some different properties right so there'll be Thermoscara but in the background they'll have like the Acme Tower or they'll have like um, the the city from uh, uh, Superman I'm trying to remember what the name of the city was um, it's like, no it's in the um it's in a glass case. Um, I'll, I'll, oh, um, I'm trying Kandor? to. Yes, there you go, Candor. Uh, and then basically they'll have like you can go to the Batcave and there's stuff. There's a haunted mansion level and there's like different things that come out from like Tom and Jerry. And so um, some of the other characters in this are like like uh, Velma, Tom and Jerry. Uh, they're going to be adding uh, Harry Potter at some point. They're going to be adding uh, I think 
There was something I Rick saw. And Morty. Rick and Morty's coming Rick in. Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick and Morty will, of course, be there. And yeah, they honestly can go literally buck wild with this. And it's, you know, I think the fact that the game exists as a competent, somewhat, not successor to Smash Brothers, but Smash Brothers is like uh, worlds above uh, for like the sort of genre that they're doing. But I like that there's a game that I feel like that can at least expand upon it with this IP. And so I'm very excited about that. That being said, uh, when I tried to play the game, and me and Harv have different experiences on it so far, and, ho and hopefully it's fixed. I enjoy the game. I enjoy the gameplay. I think it's actually kind of fun. I completed the tutorial. I actually, if you do that, you unlock a character. And so I, that was a lot of fun. I was like, okay, I can get these controls. I played a couple matches. I leveled up. Fantastic. You know, if you level up your characters, they have like different skill trees, like sort of like their own little private um, battle passes. And then, of course, the, there's a grander battle pass that you can buy. Um, however, after only like a certain point, Every match that I would play significantly after that would dis disconnect in the middle of the fight. So every single time that I'm like, I'm whooping this man's ass, uh, I'm doing a fantastic job, and then disconnect. I'm like, okay, great. Um, all right, it's a game that you can only play online. What I mean by that is, uh, as of right now, if you do online matches, obviously that's online. There are, are bots you can fight against, you can only play that online you can't play that offline so that means that in the middle of a bot match i got disconnected what the heck yes training i assume you can play um i haven't i but i want to actually play and level up my different characters and stuff like that um because i want to unlock all the fun little collectibles there's different costumes and all that so it's really kind of fun and, and sadly i can't do it now, that was one day of me playing it, me trying to really try and like get into it because I've been waiting for this product. And for me, I haven't been able to enjoy it really. So I'm hoping that either later in this beta, it's a little bit better for me. I know that Harv says he does has not run on those issues, uh, which breaks, breaks my heart. Um, so I'm hoping, and I did it two different consoles. What are both of you playing on? I'm playing on Series S and X. So I've been able to do it on both. I'm playing on PC. That could be the right. So, yeah, okay. I, I played on PC. Um, yeah, I ran into I ran into some lag spikes here and there. Like I I think I played about like 40, 50 matches, and I think I ran into lag spikes maybe in like five of them, or so. So like the online infrastructure is actually really good in the game. I think it's really really done well. Uh, this is a free to play game too. So it, when it does officially come out, it is completely free to play. So that you don't have to like buy the game or anything like that. You just have to download it. Obviously, there's a battle pass. Um, but yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it. I like the there's a lot of team aspect to this game too. So like they do a lot. <laughs> That's Godzilla. He he's <laughs> he can't be in the game. It's a Warner Brothers product. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Literally the smog stand, man. It's well now. Of course now it's not actually gonna do. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. It's awful. But yeah, no, I, it's uh, it, there's got the there's got the the co-op, not the co-op, like the two v two kind of type thing. Is yes. like the main one of the main things where characters can kind of like work off each other, like like pull people back on the stage, heal them a little bit, or like take like status effects off of people and stuff like that too. So the the two v two is is a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no, I really really enjoyed it. I think this is a game that I'll probably put a little bit more like time into, a little mm. bit more hours into, it and see see how it goes. 
Uh, and then if they start adding new fresh characters and stuff like that, then it's going to be even better. Yeah, I'm excited to play this on stream and hang out with everybody. And I feel like everyone can get their characters that they like. Um, there are different accessibility options in terms of like how you can um, change certain things for the controllers, as well as how things look on screen, right? So I changed my color of my character because I prefer a specific color so I can see them better versus fighting against four other characters. Um, so I think that they do a good job there specifically. Um, I just really hope that the experience as I go along and play on console, because so far this is my experience on console that I'm having these issues on PC so far. Because I have also been watching, because the only way to get your stream, uh, to get access right now is you have to buy the Founder Pass, which gives you early unlocks, or watch a stream for an hour. You just have to watch people playing it for an hour, and then you get a code that you can just unlock the game. Um, but... In order to do that, the game has to play. <laughs> and uh, so far, uh, I haven't been able to play the game. So those are my major gripes as of right now. I'm sure that hopefully near close to launch, there'll be more improvement there. Is there uh, has there been any word on if they're going to add Meg Ryan from You've Got Mail? Please, please, <laughs> please, <Yeah>. please. <laughs> please. You've got mail. She just sends emails. Straight up. <laughs> oh, honestly, because LeBron just has a basketball that he throws at you, so why not? Uh, Tom and Jerry, the cool, and I love how the little attention to detail, like Tom and Jerry, like they fight each other, <laughs> and that involves doing damage to the other players, which is such a cute little, like, little, little thing, so. I love the idea of it, for sure. I mean, mixing Warner Brothers, like you said, has all these great characters that they can just throw together yeah um so i mean the idea of seeing all of them mixed together i'm i'm definitely one for just throwing a bunch of ip in a blender and making something like i really enjoyed space jam 2 yes uh, even though it's not great but it was just fun seeing all of that you know exactly um, that's literally like the 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 movie that shows you like these are all the characters that could potentially be in the game and it's actually kind of cool I'm actually looking up to see if a specific movie was done by Warner Brothers, and if it is, oh boy, please. Uh, Ace Ventura. <laughs> Pet Detective. It is a, oh my God, Warner Brothers. Yes. So please, please. How about the mask? Dumb and Dumber. Everything. All the animals. Yeah. Coming. yeah. Stampede of animals. Oh my God. That'd be so yeah. great. But yeah. He could like speaker his butt and like one hundred percent. He's Wario. He's just Wario. He's one hundred percent Wario, and <laughs> I want that desperately. But uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for uh, multiverses. I'm excited for it to you know be available for everybody. Sly, is this a game that you will try? Because it's not a first person game. There is a lot of motion on screen, but it's free. I will try it. It's free. Um, I don't know how long it'll last, sure. but I, I like Smash. I can't play it for very long, but I, I like it. I have fun with it. Mm -hmm. So all the Smash clones, if, if I have access to them, I'll try them. Like, yeah, this, the game is like a Smash, like you have percentages, how you get, how you get, you get thrown off the screen exactly the way in Smash, how they do it and stuff like that yeah. too. So like, it's, it's pretty much a Smash clone, just kind of masqueraded as a Warner Brothers game. And with, with a couple of new, couple of different tweaks to it. And I'm excited for them to expand upon it, adding obviously more levels, but maybe potentially it'd be really funny if you can do like different items, like 
like in Smash Brothers where it's like you find a wand and it's like the wand from Harry Potter or um, it's Ron's wand from the second movie. It just does havoc, you know, like stuff like that, like little weird inside stuff. I think it can really get into the nitty gritty. Um, just have Mad Max's car just run people over on a stage. Like, please, there's just so many things you can do. Obviously, in different modes would be nice. Um, right now, it's only, what, 4v4, 2v2. Um, I would love for more people down the road. Right now in the beta, they have 2v2 and free-for-all. Which, which is four people, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's four people. Yeah. Down the road, maybe they add more. So, yeah, but you can do custom matches right now, too, though. So you can make custom lobbies. That's cool. Like that while you're in the beta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Would there be... Uh, um, breaking oh, news. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry. It's, it's also the Storm Mercury game. So, you know, you have oh. most of my attention. <laughs> but uh, this is the second quarter it, it just went to halftime and the first quarter and the second quarter both ended with the teams tied and that's just so impressive <laughs> oh this is basketball you're talking about okay. yes okay. I, I know exactly exactly what that was Ma Ma it's okay i'm sorry i love you all it is the last time sue bird and diana tarasi will play each other ever and my heart is breaking so don't I don't love worry you all, but also basketball we're almost over the, we're almost over the show you'll be able to enjoy them in just a second uh matt before i switch to the final topic of the day uh what uh jenny uh quick notes at the end there uh, yeah, I was just gonna ask, uh, and I mean, feel free if nobody has responses or anything. But um, dead silence. You know, if there was, uh, you know, Warner Brothers is obviously doing this. We've had PlayStation do it in the past. Nintendo. Um, is there any like other kind of big production company or studio that you all would want to see uh, doing a similar thing? I mean, obviously, like Disney comes to mind. You could have Star Wars, Marvel, of course. Yeah. Uh, but anything, you know any others like universal or anything else that y'all would, would love to see you nailed it on the head there i want a universal game um i'm a huge fan of the history of universal movies going from all the way to like the old school uh horror movies back in the day with like bella ghosty's dracula frankenstein i think they're all just iconic and iconic looking and so that can add a lot of things tremors is of course uh a <laughs> series uh that they do uh uh the mummy uh, is also something that I would love for them to do. They could do all three mummies. It could be Tom Cruise, uh, Boris Karloff, and also Brendan Fraser. I would love that. Like um, there's a lot that they can honestly do. Um, I would love a, a level that is just the, the boat from Jaws. I think that would oh, be, be pretty incredible. So, yeah, Universal. I Jaws, just like the shark just running back and forth. <laughs> that would be really funny. It's more like Jabberjaw than, than Jaws, oh, but... God. Hey, come here, can be in this game. <laughs> so I just I just want Marvel vs. Capcom 2 back. Give me that game. Back. There you go. <laughs> that's, all, that's, all, that's, all I, that's all I need in my life. It's good. It's no. good. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and go off to our second segment, which we've uh, been calling uh, the patch notes, which we're gonna be talking normally about video game stuff, but San Diego Comic Con is happening. And there's just there's just too much that we could potentially talk about. So uh, real quick, I did want to bring up some of the breaking stuff that has already happened, just so I can talk about that with everybody. If you haven't been following, which Harv, I think you said that you uh, have not been looking, they had the Marvel uh, Studios animation panel. 
So they talked about and showed mm-hmm. off a lot of still images from the upcoming TV shows and what that new slate will be. Uh, everyone's favorite show, What If, is getting a season two. Uh, For the audio listeners, I just did a very aggressive viral. <laughs> Uh, it's going to have, uh, of course, uh, new, uh, returning stories from previous characters are going to be there, including, uh, Captain Carter is, um, fighting against uh... Sly's hate for Captain Carter is strong, uh, fights the winter soldier. And I assume the universe that they do. So this will be the first time they interact. Um, and a hell of a story. Um, there's going to be a story about what if Tony Stark, uh, was sent to, uh, Sakaar as opposed to Thor. So it's going to be him, Valkyrie, and the Hulk in play that sort of story. So very curious of how they'll go with that. It'd be funny if they do like a recreation of the uh, arena scene where Tony Stark is fighting the Hulk. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That would be good. So we're getting another version of that, season two. Um, some of the spinoff shows from What If are getting their own shows, including Marvel Zombies, which, uh, you know, some people enjoy the episode. I thought it was okay overall. Um, they're going to be doing a Marvel Zombies is going to release in 2024, so we have a while to wait for. The things they did say is that it's going to be TVMA. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, supposed to be mature. Very mature. So it's supposed to have a lot of gore. So it's actually going to be a uh, more mature product. Um, if you saw it today... That makes me more excited for it. <laughs> no, 100%. If you saw it today, they actually gave uh, Logan... And both Deadpool movies are now the rated R titles on Disney Plus. So you can actually watch rated R content. It, it took y'all that long. It took y'all it took that us a long while. <laughs> it took us it's honestly they changed the rating for uh Daredevil in that, and then now they finally upped it uh, because if I'm not mistaken in Logan there's a random titty. Uh so that happens. Um <laughs> Oh, no, a nipple. How dare. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, there are going to be, obviously, uh, characters introduced in the story uh, of Marvel Zombies that were not in the last season, including all the new ones from Phase 4. So Shang-Chi, uh, you know, uh, Black Widow's family, and some other characters. So very cool to see how they end up getting in the mix and or killed. So we'll see how that goes. Um, let's see. Uh, of course, what? They're already working on is season three of I... What If? Oh, Lord. Wow. Is this where I put in a shameless Why? plug? Go ahead. Uh, so tomorrow, if for all of our lovely live viewers, uh, we'll throw the after party is happening at the same time as Marvel's. Oh, no. So Are you live reacting? The first, for the first hour of our show be live reacting there's a drinking game we have all planned out that's it's cool. going to be great I, it's gonna I, be wild it's gonna be chaos so come hang out with us yeah sorry sorry sly are they live streaming their panels now is this happening because i usually uh, they're all i would say we're live sh- we're all live streaming twitter we're live <laughs> reacting to the twitter oh, okay, okay, so gotcha, gotcha, what gotcha. we're doing is okay we're gonna be like aren't they usually our, very secret show, about all like this stuff? usual yeah so we're we're doing our show as usual and we have uh correspondents who every time there's breaking news on twitter will be reporting to us and you'll get our live reactions to all all the twitter announcements yeah um and we have we've all made our predictions 
in our drinking game. So every time, like, uh, Kevin Feige adjusts his ball cap, one of us will drink. Every time, uh, it, it's a bunch of silly things, but it's going to be so much fun. So come hang out at After Party SHO on all the socials, live on YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok every Saturday night. Sounds wonderful. Uh, continuing on with the Marvel uh, studio. I have a Maybe people will have a, more of a discussion. About Why don't they live stream these things? Honestly, that is a great debate that I would love to have with Kevin Feige <laughs> as opposed to why Hall H decides. No, not, no, yeah, just, just Hall. Like, not even I, the Marvel no, stuff. Comic-Con, I just no, Comic-Con I know. in general. I, I, go ahead. I think I have a theory. So I, I have a lot of questions about that as well. I don't have any answers. But because I work PAX, right? And we have yes. streamed theaters at PAX. And I just, it blows my mind that Comic Con doesn't, at least for the big ones, like the small Comic Cons, like whatever, it's fine. But like the the big ones, the name ones. I think at I know least why. Should have like one theater streaming. I think I know why. They honestly, Comic Con for the whole year for San Diego funds everything. It fills the bars. It fills the economy over there. It's 100% the number one thing that people go to in San Diego, pretty much. So by taking that access, we'll still go. No, understandably. Don't get me wrong, but it's impossible to get tickets to. That'll still be the case. Even if you're only streaming one, like stream the hall age, right? You're not losing people. People will still be Un- clamoring for tickets. Understandable. I, I I totally think that is absolutely true. I just think that their thinking is that there is a less likely to want to go if you can just get it all accessibly in a place where you don't have to pay for it. Um, so go ahead. I feel like the stuff that you want, that, like, sure, it's it's like, in my opinion, it's like it's like the E3 conferences, right? Yeah. The, the studio, uh, the Hall H stuff is like the main conference where you go to Microsoft conference, they announce a bunch of shit and they have yeah. a bunch of trailers and stuff like that. But it's the other stuff that you you don't watch on stream is like, you know, the panels that they have with like different directors. The where experience. they have like Yeah, like the five directors from like different genres, they all sit down on a panel and stuff like that, right? And they, they need to live stream that like they, they, Or like TwitchCon, for example, right? Mm-hmm. TwitchCon, you have all these different panels yeah. that happen. They have panels at TwitchCon. They don't have that yeah. E3. They, they, okay, yeah, sorry, not yeah. E3. But like, yeah, so at like TwitchCon and stuff like that, they have the panels. They could have just not live streamed those, but live stream all the stuff in, in Hall H, though, because that's where the announcements happen, right? No, that's totally. Where the trailers drop. That's what trailers drop, but at the same time, I, I can say that the, it's one of their big appealing things of like people wanting to go there, and people will buy tickets just for the opportunity to get into that fucking room. And I feel like that is really the main point of it. There's other things, obviously, you know, people want to go there for their comics and other collectibles and a lot of exclusives are there also specifically. I just do think that a lot of what I see online is, Oh my God, did you hear what happened in hall H not? Oh my God. Did you hear what happened in this section of the hallway? Like I hear nothing about that. (laughs) I hear, I hear everything to do about this. Am I agreeing with it? No, I wish it was available everywhere. Cause I think that's just, honestly makes more sense but i can maybe see from that perspective of like this could potentially dampen the economy in a weird way if something that is exclusive is no longer exclusive that's yeah. just my and thought on it. I, I, I think what you're saying Mario, if we I look at oh, you yeah go ahead, go ahead. 
I was just saying, if we look at like pre twenty twenty PAX, like PAX was especially like West is my home show, right? And West sells out every year immediately, like less than thirty minutes. And you're still we have like what three streaming theaters Mm -hmm. at west so three different theaters their entire day's worth of content you can get online but people are still clamoring to get on the show for to get those experiences to meet the people and i think that that's the same idea with san diego comic-con it's about the experience it's about being in like the um artists uh area or whatever yeah it's like catching glimpses of all these people Mm -hmm. and like having one theater their panel streamed isn't going to take away from that no i again totally agree with agree with you i ultimately think it's just a simple decision of just like we don't want to (laughs) and it's a dumb decision in a lot of ways yeah which is like in a a lot of ways it's their prerogative it's their prerogative uh matt you were saying (laughs) I was just going to say, I think that a big part of it is because uh, Comic-Con is, has been established for so long that that's why they're kind of stuck mm-hmm. in this old way of thinking. Yeah. Um, you know, these newer ones. Absolutely. Like, back, exactly. You know, like it's, you know, the more recent than, you know, when I think Comic-Con launched near the, when Star Wars first hit theaters, I want to say back in the seventies. Um, so I think, you know, they're just, obviously the people running it now are probably not the exact same people, but just that line of thinking since then, like it has to be exclusive so that we can get people here and they're not really thinking modern day. We can stream it and still get people to be here. Let's not forget during the pandemic, they wanted to do, uh, (laughs) during Thanksgiving. You remember that they were trying to do, I think San Diego comic-con, I think through Thanksgiving or was it wizard world? One of the two, they're run by the same people. I'm mistaken. Um, so you know they're oh, not. I remember how we had that discussion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that we did that. No, we. Oh, it was one of our um, our beta shows that never released. Yeah. I think we actually had that conversation. So uh, we can't release those, by the way. Those are that was a while ago. Um, <laughs> Do we have them somewhere? They're, they're, those were they're, some wild. Episodes. They're the first uploads that we have on the channel that they're not released. So. I'll I'll think about it. Maybe just Incredible. just unlock them. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I you know I agree with everybody. I I think it's stupid. I wish I would want to see this because uh, you can go to Twitter right now to discussing film and they literally have just screenshots of screens of pictures that you can see. Uh, I would you know what I'm gonna change my um, in the viewer so you can see what I'm looking at because that's how I'm getting my information. What, in one place. of one of the most frustrating things is like getting a trailer. That only people in, in in Hall H can see, and you see a you see a cell phone version of the trailer, yeah, and they yeah. don't release the trailer yeah. for another week or two. It's like I just released the trailer online at the same time. Yeah, yeah, because you're gonna yeah. get it anyway. You're gonna yeah. see the leaks anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, people are gonna be leaking them anyways. Why not just release they the trailer at the same well time? You might as well get the hits from people watching the official rather than giving that away to whoever has the cell phone out. Yeah, yeah like, I agree. Like TwitchCon is go- TwitchCon is also it's San, Di- San Diego, right? TwitchCon is in San they, Diego. They this year? Cha- I don't know if it's. I think so. Yeah, it's 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 that that shit's gonna sell instantly. It's gonna sell out instantly, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like San Diego's doing fine economy wise. I think they're fine. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's also California. I think they're fine as well. So 
it's just, I just, I just are they yeah. California? I hear stories. Doesn't matter. Let me uh, run through. <laughs> let's let me uh, let me burn through this, and then we'll go to everyone's gonna get like one prediction they want for this weekend, and then we'll go from there. Uh, of course, we have X Men '97 is officially uh, showing off some stuff here. Uh, it is your classic X Men lineup. This is sort of the art style that they're going for. It's very similar to the old style, but I can see little differences here and there. Um, it could also just be the fact that someone shot this photo from their phone. So who knows? Um, <laughs> of course, uh, apparently they're uh, this awesome shot of fucking what Magneto's going to look like in the show. And <laughs> if you remember the ending of the um, the original cartoon, he actually becomes a good guy and Charlie Xavier goes to space. And so he is leading the X-Men. So in this show, he is actually the leader of the X-Men, which is fucking cool. By the way, this comment right next to us says, Bidman95. Fuck you, Landon. I don't care about you. Uh, <laughs> just call some random stranger out on the internet. Um, they also showed off some other characters, of course. It looks like Cable's going to be in there. Uh, Nightcrawler is back. All I care about is Morph. Bring back Morph. Morph. What? Where's Morph? It's fucking Morph. It's going to release next Morph. year. I'm very excited. So They're Already greenlit a season two. So let's fucking um, with that, are we gonna do a MC University on that? I'll fucking do it. I don't care. I love X Men. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> the next show, and this I think is gonna be our final uh, talking point before I give predictions. Uh, they showed off uh, the premise now for Spider Man Freshman Year. It's an all. It's a. It's a. It's a multiverse story. It's actually not um, a Tom Holland story from our universe. So it's its own universe. The premise is, you know when Tony Stark showed up in Civil War to talk to uh, Peter in his, in his bedroom by himself? It was really weird. Uh, instead of it being Tony Stark, it's Norman Osborn shows up. Norman Osborn is now his sort of mentor. Um, in this, he shows up in the bedroom. He shows himself. up by himself. That's right. That's right. Creeping on the bedroom. Just creeping on the bedroom. Uh, Hello, mate. <laughs> It's still. I'm, I'm somewhat a scientist myself. Somewhat of a scientist myself. <laughs> Did you know that your hand is hot? Harry. Harry. Oh my god! I hope Harry is actually that character on here. Um, this, of course, is technically the MCU's Peter, but it's going to be a diversion in the timeline, right? So it's uh, going to feature a different cast of friends than the friends that we know of. Um, this looks like these rambunctious teenagers right here that are going to go to school. I love how dorky Peter Parker looks like in this actual outfit. I love it. <laughs> it's so, like straight out of the 60s. Yeah, so good. dig that a lot. Uh, of course, it's actually going to feature uh, Daredevil, uh, which is going to be on the show, played by, uh, uh, oh my God, Matt, Matt Cox. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox, that's the name. I would say Matt Cox, and I'm like, <laughs> That doesn't sound right. <laughs> uh, Matt Cox or Charlie Murdoch? Yeah, Charlie Murdoch. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's going to have... No, it's all good. Uh, it's going to have uh, different suits in the show as well. And then the major that thing is... That got reversed so quick. <laughs> so quick. <laughs> Oh, I'm almost done. Let me get it finished. And then the villains, these are going to be your villains. So Doc Ock, but it's going to be the MCU equivalent villains. So eh, we'll see how the show ends up being. Um, anybody interested in watching Spider-Man freshman year? The fact that it's not MCU related is going to be. Okay, cool. We got a head shake. Uh, I think that 
this show, I think all the shows, honestly, I'm excited for. There's not one thing here that I'm like, no, I won't check that out at all. So I think I think we're going to be solid. Any other uh, questions before we move on to the final thing that I want to talk about? Fantastic. I never watched X-Men. Oh, you never did? There's, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you I heard. Was lame. I liked like Animaniacs and Tiny Toons. I don't know if you so, heard. Like, when they did serious cartoons, I was like, ah, this is a cartoon. Where's the Where's the Anvil? You know? I think you would enjoy it this? now because of how '90s it is. I think that's okay. what it is. Because like the first episode is like Jubilee gets kicked out of her house, and the first place she goes to is like a Galleria, and like it's got like an arcade they blow it up because she has like fireworks powers it's fantastic sentinel show up there's some great stuff there morph um and this little service called disney plus has the seasons so please definitely give it a shot Yeah, i heard that they put it in the correct order now or something like something like Like that because the release it was released a little weird so yeah definitely check i mean hey why not you know yeah Okay, so my major, this is going to be the final thing for the show, and then we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Everyone, they're going to be talking about Marvel movies. They're going to be talking about DC tomorrow as well, and a few other things. By the way, that D&D trailer, fucking awesome. If you haven't seen it yet, watch it. It's really cool. It's Dungeons and Dragons meets Guardians of the Galaxy. It's really cool. Um, what are your Chris predictions? Pine? Chris Pine is in it. Yeah, it looks really, um, fucking Michelle Rodriguez is a barbarian. Sign me up. Um, oh, yeah, so I want everyone to give me at least one prediction. You're going to have addendums to them. Uh, what you're expecting to see, you could talk about the rumors, um, but what do you expect to hear potentially tomorrow? What do you want to hear from tomorrow? Sly, as a resident MC University co-host? Um, <laughs> you see, you th- uh, yeah. Do you so think about I it? I went through and made, like, I had to write down all my predictions already. Okay. Um, so... Uh, I I have them locked and loaded. My prediction is that I will cry twice. Once for an echo something, once for an eternal uh, yes. something. One of them will be good tears and one of them will be bad tears. Yes. <laughs> Actually. I don't know which one's which yet. <laughs> the, the one little detail that I forgot to mention during the Marvel zombies, they showed off like zombie characters. And can you guess what eternal showed up as a zombie? Fucking, uh, oh my god! I will not. I, I'm gonna not. Is spo- Zakari in it? No, I, I, maybe they, they might be in the here, but the zombie is related to the movie, and I'll tell you that later because I don't want to spoil it now for people who haven't seen Eternals. Um, but it's really funny. Uh, I don't know how he. Okay. I don't know how he survives. Um, but anyways, Honestly, you can say any character because I don't remember any of their names. There's like 15 of them. You'd be like, yeah, Gloobity Glorp is the zombie. And I'm like, oh yeah, Gloobity Glorp. Yeah, he did the, the, the things. Yeah. You're thinking of the Love X-Men. Me. You're thinking about the X-Men, the X-Men Gooby Gorp. He was in uh, X2, Last Stand. Uh... So you're gonna okay. So your prediction is you're gonna cry because they're gonna mention either Echo, which is one of your favorite characters introduced in comics and also television so far, and or uh, Eternals mentioned for something. I'm praying because I'm also a fellow Eternals fan, so I'm very excited to hear that. So very good, very good. Right, do you want to join the board? We have a Eternals defense board. <laughs> the president is uh, Marvel with Rid. Rid, oh, love her. Big um, Eternals fan. Bunky, friend of Wolther the After Party, you know. Is there a secretary? Hanging out, and I'm also on the board. 
Is there a uh, we haven't assigned roles yet, but if you uh, want to be the secretary, you can be I'll the secretary be on I, the Eternals <laughs> Defense Board. I would love to be a part of the, the Eternals Defense Board. I actually will defend that movie. Um, so I think that would be Hell hilarious. Yeah. Fantastic. Harf! Hi. Give me your prediction for tomorrow. I want, I want phase four to make sense. Get, like, after <laughs> oh, this okay. Week, Thank you for saying that. Me, Thank you for saying me, that. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me finally see what phase four actually means. All right. I'm going to say this because this is the preamble before we all got together to do this podcast. Me and him were fighting. This is why we were arguing. This this we're arguing we were earlier. Arguing. Okay. He says that. And then I asked him, oh, okay, great. What movie? Uh, so you saw Shang-Chi, right? And he's like, no. Did you see Eternals? No. Did you see Love and <laughs> Did you see Love and Thunder? No. No. Did you see? I saw, I saw Multiverse. I hold saw on, multiverse. hold on. Did you see Black Widow? But Black Widow doesn't count. Yes, Black it Widow, does. That's a yes, it does. Movie. That's it, a prequel movie. No, no. It's because that's it injured. Before, no, it that's before her, it her, her untimely death. It introduces a character and multiple characters that are then shown later. So don't okay, so let, fucking let me, tell me that, Harf. <laughs> I agree with everything you just said. Yes. <laughs> let, me, let, me preface, let me preface this by like, I the reason why I, I haven't have went to, to go watch... Harf. But Shang-Chi is legitimately an excellent movie. No, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. I will, I, Eternals I will. is legitimately an excellent movie. Like, yes, you need them to understand Phase 4, but they're good movies. Like, it's not like we're telling you to watch crap. Like, these are, like, some of the, like, like pinnacle of movies. <laughs> In this year. Pinnacle! Okay, okay thank okay, you. Okay, thank okay, you. Okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right, okay. Oh, wait, we, yeah, yeah, we can't, 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 it kind of takes away from like the actual movies for me because I'm like I'm not excited to go watch them in theaters. I think Matt was also talking to me. He's like, I I gotta go watch these because I don't want to get spoiled, not because I'm excited to go watch them. I don't know if that's like a thing, right? Like I had to watch them because I'm yeah. like I don't want to get spoiled. I'm not excited to go watch some of these movies. I'm just like I just don't want to get spoiled. Them. But at this point now, I've gotten so like I've gotten to this point where like I don't really care if I get spoiled now. Like I got spoiled on. Uh, Love and Thunder. I got spoiled on uh, what was the one right previous to that? The Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I, w I watched Multiverse of Madness. Eternals. Yeah, that one. That one. I was uh, genuinely excited. No for. Way Home. No Way Home. I okay. So the Spider Man ones. It was uh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. I I, I already know Shang what. Yeah, Shang Chi. I already I already he, know what here, happened to that movie and stuff like that. So he, here's how I know your argument was but bullshit. It's beautiful. This is this is how I knew his argument. Hold on. Way. This is what I knew this argument was bullshit about. It's Face on Disney Plus. It's all on Disney no, that's Plus. What I, I know, I know. But the thing is, I'll, but I'll watch it at some point. Hold if, on. If I ever get into the mood to watch it again. This, this is when I knew that his, his fucking his stance was bullshit when I said Far From Home. And he's like, that's part of Phase 4. I, I don't mean no one. 
Yes. You know what's also you know what's also bullshit. You know what's also bullshit. I started listing. He's like, that's the end of phase four. And then I listed another one. Oh no, that's okay. the end of phase four. You're not and wrong. Listed, he got me there. Another one. He's like, oh, that's the end of phase four. It's like, bitch, you don't even know what that's the end of phase four. Because I forgot about those movies. We were talking about after because uh, Wakanda Forever is this year. And I was like, that's the end of phase four. But then there's Fantastic Four. But then there's Ant-Man and Quantumanium. And then there's this one. I was like, oh, shit. Marvels. The Marvels. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. Blade. When does this sh- Blade? It's like, oh, shit. When does this phase end? So I think <laughs> what I'm always trying to say is, is that there's A, a bunch more movies setting up potentially where, the, where they're going to go, which they already did in Loki and all that other shit, but you didn't want, you didn't care. Um, no, Lo- Loki is the one that I, I actually know. think I'm is the best one because it <laughs> we- gave us... It gave us. It gave no, us. No, I'm. In, I'm with him. I'm with him. I like Loki too. It gave us a I'm with him. I love Loki. Of where we're kind of going with 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 uh, I love the Loki. Conqueror. Yes. I feel like yes. the Conqueror is, yes. is somehow. <laughs> I loved it. No, I loved it. Harv, I'm with you on this one. <laughs> but say what you want about the show. It's that we we introduced a villain, Kane the Conqueror, that didn't die in the show that he was introduced in. Because yeah, we know that Kane the Conqueror can't, <laughs> but he can go through it because he showed us the multiverse. Technically, of what... they did kill him. But we know that there's different Kangs. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, that, yeah. That, that are part of the universe, and yes. there is a Kang that is like trying to take over a bunch of shit, right? Like, yes. they kind of show, showed us what that was. That's true. But like, it seems like every time we get introduced to a villain, every villain just fucking dies dead. I agree dead, with you. Dead. I agree with you. There's a lot of that. They definitely. People that, are, the people that are saying Gore the Butcher is one of the best villains that they had. They killed him off in the same movie. So like it's just like, Ow. I don't I don't I don't know what I don't, I don't I don't know I don't know what his story would be though past I the movie. The difference is, yeah. I don't need another Thanos. I want compelling stories. And if you need to off your villain to tell a compelling story, whatever. But I don't know. I, I'm I'm here for the character stories. I'm here for the Captain Marvels, the Shrunk Cheese, the Eternals, which, the Miss Marvels. Which Black Widow sets up uh, a character that shows up in Hawkeye, which then also is connected to the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is setting up this sort of Dark Avenger story that people are also doing. That if you don't the see the key, yeah, the Thunderbolts, right? So if you don't see those key features, like okay, it's like you didn't know that that was happening. You know, like that happens in within that story. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm saying is that, trust me, the links are there and I just feel like people just can't find it. It's, it's like, no, I have a terrible analogy in my head. I'm not going to say it out loud, but I'll text it to you. It's fucking <laughs> gross. <laughs> it's about trying to find something well, and you can't that, do it. That's my, my prediction is I want phase four to make sense. That's going to be my prediction for... Uh, fucking watch phase four then, all right? <laughs> all right. Watch the movies when it might. So, uh, <laughs> Matt Maggie, I'll give you two, obviously. What are you excited for, for uh, t- tomorrow's potential announcements? Uh, well, before we, before we say anything, I just want to clear up. I am excited to watch the Marvel movies. It's not just the spoilers, but if, I, if given the choice, if I wouldn't be spoiled, I wouldn't mind waiting to watch them on Disney+. Plus. Like, that would be the choice. But, yeah, it's... Just wanted to clear that up. I love, uh, we actually put Love and Thunder, I think, like Two, within the top 10. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and Miss Marvel was in there. Yeah. Uh, and Multiverse of Madness, I want to say, was in the top either 10 or 11. I think so. So we've really enjoyed Phase 4. Uh, I do agree that Phase 4 has been, 
it's not, I think the problem is that it's not that it's, it doesn't connect or that we, that it doesn't make sense. I think that we don't have an idea of where we're going. And so it's, it's hard to know what we're aiming at. Right. So like every phase we've known, Oh, we're going to Avengers. We're going to age of Ultron. We're going to infinity war and Endgame, right. Or infinity war part two, as it was first told. And so I think from where we don't have like that big tent pole at the end of it, it just makes it hard to know like which one of these things are the most important. Like, is it, yeah. is it the, the beacon going out or is it the, you know, the dark Avengers stuff, you know, or is it the multiverse? I think it's what, just kind of hard knowing like which one is the most important. I think the thing that you specified there was all the Avengers titles. And that's what we're yeah. missing is the big Avengers yeah. title where everything comes together. I do think though, that the Avengers name has been kind of like, every character is an avenger and you can't yeah. <laughs> you can't make every uh end movie to be end game all the time and so right. i think that they're gonna have to find a touchstone in between that they can have yeah. mix of characters maybe but not every character um yeah so yeah, yeah. otherwise it won't be special you know no. like if just every two or three years Give we get us literally 75 characters you know yes i'm, I'm right there with you yes well, um but yeah, as far as the actual question you asked us, though, yes. um, what, uh, do you have any you want to say first? You want me to go first? You go first. So I guess my prediction, uh, well, I have, I have something I'm very hopeful for. I don't know if it'll actually happen, but there's, there's been uh, rumors that Henry Cavell is supposed to talk about a new Superman thing. Uh, please God, let that be real. Uh, even if Snyder, like all that stuff, whatever, whether he's involved or not, I don't, I mean, it's whatever. I'd be happy either way. Uh, but I just, I really, I love, I love Henry Cavill as Superman. And I think seeing him as, uh, come back to do something, just anything, even if it's him versus Black Adam or anything stupid like i don't care i just want to see him in the suit again <laughs> you know like, no. I, just, I just need to see him in the suit for god's sake as, as a man of mustache as a He's super too beautiful to not be the man of steel okay Come on. superman with a mustache would have been fucking banger i don't know why they didn't I do it, it. You know? I would have loved it. It would look great. Uh, personally, I love that answer. I'm a huge fan of Henry Cavill, so I'm very excited for potentially him coming back in any capacity. When you said the Zack Snyder stuff, I was like, nah. Uh, I like Henry Cavill as Superman. I hate his Superman movies. And so I just want him to get something that is not like those movies, but that's just my personal preference. Yeah. Everyone has. I would, I would love to have. A I'm more... a Christopher Reeves guy, personally. Yes, I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah. I mean, especially we watch Smallville, of course. I of mean, course. that's, you know, we love the the more optimistic hero approach. I, I, and I think he could definitely do that. Um, I would much prefer that tone as opposed to like another batman v superman or justice league uh, yeah. i do like man of steel i thought man of steel was really good i come around um, on man of steel I a couple a whole times universe built off that i feel like building the whole universe off man of steel is just not the yeah. not the correct call for sure yeah. uh what do you think i heard uh, well i didn't hear it uh read a rumor about a character that could show up in she hulk i don't know oh yeah i don't know if there's any truth to it or not but i think it's kind of cool the thing could show up possibly. Oh yes. And if you know how I saw that. Marshall, 
Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. That's who. But he would be. He's just going to be Ben Grimm. I don't know. The, not the thing. I didn't read yeah. much into it yet. I read yeah. it, but yeah. You did. Yeah. Okay. Did. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, oh, is it going to be Marshall? That'd be great. I, I would. I would really like to see that, but I'm trying not to <laughs> place all my. Hope you're, in you're not trying to put in that hole. There's a lot of Fantastic Four stuff that they're, yeah. you know, like Steven Spielberg possibly being the director, which is insane. I mean, oh. there's no, there's no way that actually happens. But I mean, he did feels, West Side Story. I mean, why not? Fuck. <laughs> like, why not get a two billion dollar franchise under your belt at this point in life? You know, I mean, he could do it. But even if he doesn't, even if the tone they're going for is just an Amblin style Fantastic Four. I mean that's amazing, right? Like that, I'm down for that. You know, come on, that'd be incredible. I would love that. And that's the crying at the concept. No, I'm kidding. Um, they don't have a director for Fantastic Four yet, right? No, it was originally supposed to be No Way Home's director, um, but he has moved on to Star Wars, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, they're opening up. So the fact that it's, hey, you know what? Sam Raimi coming back to do a Doctor Strange movie, anything is possible. Um, Martin Scorsese. Uh, can do a crime story, and I think that'd be kind of cool. But can you imagine Martin Scorsese's Daredevil or Kingpin? Fucking, <laughs> fuck yes, eat it, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> oh somehow Robert De Niro is going to be in it. Somehow, please. Yeah. <laughs> he plays the spot. Oh my! Oh fucking hell! Yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, yeah, I yeah, those are awesome uh, predictions. I really hope those happen. Those are things that I have been hearing about in the past so i pray i pray that this those exist uh for my prediction oh hello uh fee is now here uh hi how's it going fee uh in the chat how is fema um (laughs) my prediction and this is a prediction i've actually said years prior that i'm fucking can't believe might be true because this is another one of those ben grip things i'm like oh the people are saying this that is kind of cool uh, uh, continuing with my new love of the X-Men and potentially now in the direction that we might be moving with uh, this new uh, take on X-Men for the movies, I would love for them to have uh, either Carlos Esposito as Xavier and have someone in caliber to also be uh, his Magneto. I love the idea of their way of transplanting the stories. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Well, this this is this is the thing though. I, I, he could be he could be Magneto. That'd be kind of cool. Um, the Ricky Babbitt just role reversal. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the reason why I enjoy it is because the way that you can. So the way that the movies at least show the, the current ones is how they have the Magneto backstory uh, dealing with. Uh, of course, uh, Otswitz and like a Holocaust, you know, survivor um, take of like a, a character that's been branded and like another other that is, you know, with the way that they chose that story. Um, one of them, you know, main interpretations obviously was it's, you know, for LGBT representation, right? It's the the backlash that people have gotten over the years. And uh, what I would love for this version um, with Carlo Esposito and potentially a, another black figure playing potentially Magneto is that you could tell the Magneto story. Obviously, they're having to try to keep it closer to more modern times. So moving away from the Holocaust and World War II stories, it puts it right down during the Civil um, civil Rights Movement 
and something to do with obviously how you know African Americans were treated at that time that I think could also still apply to that story of how people were treating people. Um, and I think casting Carlos Esposito as well as um, other prominent black actor um, in the Magneto role I think would be pretty pretty incredible. Um, That'd be awesome, and it would definitely set it apart from the the, Fox the other movies. Exactly, a whole new spin on it for sure. Yeah. So my my original take is I hope the rumor for Carlos Vito is in fact Xavier. I just think that's just a genius move. That'd be opinion. great. Oh my gosh. Yes. I think that's everything that we got going on with the Point in Progress show. So I'm gonna go ahead. While the episode went on for a little, little bit afterwards and we got to say all our plugs, of course, it looks like the VOD on Twitch decided to not capture it. So I'm just going to go ahead and say all of our plugs. Uh, of course, you can find me over at THT Mario Rivera on Twitter and obviously doing MC University. We're doing our final uh, episode for season one, which is Ghost Rider Spirit of, uh, of Vengeance over there with Sly, who, of course, you can find as MC Cyclone or Cyclone MC. I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> uh, Beard in the Hair, a.k.a. Harv, who was uh, wonderful uh, on this podcast. And of course, our wonderful guests, uh, the hopefully awesome crew, uh, both Matt and Maggie. So much fun. Please give them a follow. They are absolutely wonderful. And uh, I at least wanted to close the show off with our actual final saying. Um, we'll be back next week, of course. Uh, this, of course, has been Mario. And uh, progress has been made, even if it had to be a post-credits video uh, that goes after the show. So goodbye.